Welcome to the Robcast. If you dig this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now for your listening pleasure, today's Robcast. Hello, and welcome to my bedroom. Cheeseburger, are you there? Yes. Hey, look at this. All right, uh, comedian Nathan Wallace joining us. Hi, Nathan. Welcome back to the bedroom. Uh, We've taken some time off. I was out doing stand-up comedy and nonsense, and so I had some things going on. Nathan uh, joining me tonight will be joined by Christina Montori, very funny comedian. Uh, She was at the Laughing Comedy Cafe with myself, as well as, who else was there? Griffin Thomas. Uh, It was Griffin Thomas, myself. Uh, Vien Palmachan and R.C. Smith fun show and we'll talk with Christina when she joins us about that but on the phone right now is a gentleman that I've known for uh, my entire adult life this is Cheeseburger everybody say hi to everybody Cheeseburger hello everyone <laughs> Cheeseburger is my best friend man he lives down the street from me and eventually when I moved to Harrisburg instead of being eight hours away from you or my god it's like an 18 hour car ride from here to Jersey it'll only be a three hour car ride and then we'll be able to be best buds again well, you live in Harrisburg now? Not yet. I'm still in Florida. Bobby doing a radio show in Harrisburg one day. Not sure what day, but one day. And maybe, oh, you want to move in with me? You can come live in the basement. Yeah. We're going to buy a house. You can move in. Then I catch. I can cash those SSI checks because he gets them, and then we can hang out together. <laughs> Burger, go. come on over, man. You can babysit the kids. Okay. All right. Cheeseburger's a Washington football fan. Oh, you like, you like uh, Washington football? That's his team, man. Cheeseburger used to buy me booze when I was underage at 17 years old. He had a nice little profit or a nice little scam going on our island. He would drive around while well, he would ride his bike around and pick up booze for kids and then sell it to him. Yeah, nice job. Cheeseburger. Yeah, they really corrupted some youth. So great job, Cheeseburger. Well, it's good talking to you, buddy. What's going on? Well, that, was a, uh, that was a good ride when, when me and you went last time you were down. Yeah, we ended up riding our bicycles around and hanging out and going to the beach and having beers together. There's nothing weirder than me and that. I mean, the photo you're looking at, that's 12 years ago. So yeah. then now we've just aged and gotten fatter, and he, <laughs> he <laughs> the same, Burger. But Burger's looking felt in this photo. You should go on and watch the show, Burger. Yeah, you, you can do. see you a look, photo of yourself. Yeah, you look very uh, physically fit. You look like a very physically fit fella. Yeah, not anymore. Three pack of beer. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we're <laughs> drinking a six-pack of beer and riding our bicycles. All right. Well, Burger, it's good to hear from you, and I'm glad that you called in, and I hope you have a wonderful evening. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving there, Burger. Talk to you soon, okay? Yeah. Bye. Yeah. All right, goodbye. Cheeseburger, ladies. That's my best friend in the whole wide world, man. I can tell that guy for hours. I don't know what that says about me. He operates on a different frequency. Like we're <laughs> FM. He's still in AM. Love that guy. Nathan Wallace. It's because it's uh, talking to him is probably a lot like radio. It's just you talking. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then and he, he repeats listens. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just says that kind of stuff. Hot. Oh, God, I love him. We used to take him to Philadelphia. He worked on the radio in Philadelphia with me for a little while. And he would like, dude, uh, I don't know if you know who Brie Olsen is. Do you remember? The, she was one of Charlie Sheen's goddesses. Remember when Charlie Sheen had two goddesses? I do remember Brie Olsen. Yep. She came to Philadelphia in 2008 when nice. I first started on the radio. And we did a thing called the 
KY slip and slide. So the guy that I work for, Kid Chris, <laughs> they put a whole bunch of plastic down the hallway and they filled it with KY. And then we just did a slip and slide. And Cheeseburger got to roll down that hallway with Brie Olson, which never in really? any other circumstances would that be able to happen. But radio made that happen. What a lucky dude. Yeah. They were going to send me out to a ranch to film a pornographic video with her. I, and then we got fired. And I'm glad that I didn't do it because that would that never goes away. It was going to be, it wouldn't be like something that would be distributed worldwide or anything, but the radio show would have had it. They would have put it out on the website and you can't ever, I was an intern. I'm like, I'll do anything for a job. Yeah. You want to send me to Montana to have sex with Brie Olson on her ranch? And at that time she was not Charlie Sheen's mistress. That would have been cool. Honestly, that was uh yeah. But yeah. that's hard to explain to like Caitlin. Would you do it though? Once it was Charlie Sheen's mistress. No, because doesn't he has um, AIDS? HIV. Yeah. I don't know if it's AIDS. It's AIDS. Right? It's- <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. I watched that Dallas Buyers Club movie with Matthew McConaughey. He's probably rich enough. I think I got the wrong side here. He's probably rich enough where he just never flew into the full-blown AIDS. But, I mean, a lot, right? It, oh, you, you can him. have enough money so that you don't. Yeah, I guess because you could buy the top medications. <laughs> you ever seen the South Park? They find out that the reason why Magic Johnson never died because of he slept, sleeps in uh, stacks of money every night. Oh. <laughs> so they uh, figured out if you, if you chopped up $286,000 and injected it into your bloodstream <laughs> that you, you would cure AIDS. November 17th of 2015, so just over five years ago, Charlie Sheen publicly revealed that he was HIV positive, having been diagnosed about four years earlier. So he's had this since 2011. Oh, infected so many people. Uh, it in, uh, the public disclosure resulted in 1.25 million people Googling HIV that increased awareness and some testing, which called the Charlie Sheen effect. I don't think that's the effect you want to have, where people are going and getting HIV tests. <laughs> and that's what it's attributed to. Hey, what are you known for? Well, there's the Charlie Sheen effect where people went out and got HIV tests. Oh, that's got to be terrifying. What if, like, you... Like you're just around and you're Charlie Sheen's buddy, and then he like get he's bleeding out, and they're like, apply pressure to the wound. Nope, see you later. <laughs> he's like, I can't. <laughs> I best I can't, of luck to you, Charlie. I can't. Should I do it with my foot or can I do it with a shoe? <laughs> you just throw a rag and you step on his throat and you go, okay, hopefully you make it through this, Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah. Man, oh, he yeah. had Denise Richards too, and Denise Richards when she was super hot. Like Denise Richards is still good looking today, but I mean, oh, she got weird looking though. What Denise Richards yeah, did? Yeah, like her head kind of did, like, she, you know. Well, she's kind of got, like, like, I'm, like, I get, like, I'm a type of guy, like, <laughs> like me, I'm like, hey, look at you, her head got weird. No, she's still fine. I mean, she's much better than looking than I oh. could ever possibly be. But she did the plastic surgery thing, and it got weird. Like, uh, And then she also stole her best friend, Heather Locklear's boyfriend, her husband, Richie Sambora, the guitarist from Bon Jovi. He stole. That's how, yeah, they were, like. She was married uh, to Charlie, or no, who was she married to at that point? It looks like, in this picture to the right, it looks like they, like, cut her mouth a little bit, just to give her a little bigger smile. Let's cut her mouth a little bit. Right. Where? Well, on which side? On both. both. It looks like <laughs> they just, they, they jokered her out a little bit, and then either oh, that or. I mean, even that's very attractive. See, I, I got to be honest. Like, I got to be, that's hot. So, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, could you imagine just like chilling at the house with that every day? Now, That'd be wonderful. Uh, okay. But so I'm talking about like, all right. If you're Richie Sambora, you have the choice between that or now that's not the Heather Locklear you're getting. This is the Heather Locklear you're getting. Yeah. You're getting days. old Heather Locklear. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's old, man. What are you going to do? But, but what Richie Sambora messed up with is he didn't go young enough. Like he went from Heather Locklear. He just went back a decade. Richie, you should have went oh, back 35 that, yeah. years, bro. <laughs> You should have, you should have, if you're going to go younger, you don't get the younger right before it's about, he's going to be breaking up with her and getting with like, who's the next young, Kirsten Dunst. I don't even know. If she, 
I think Richie Sambora has a big penis too. I don't know why that would be important. Well, how do you know though? I think I've heard it. <laughs> just through the great. Yeah, I hear about big penises. That's I'm. It's this the day I get famous. That's the first rumor I'm gonna spread. That you have a giant. Yeah, hog. I'm like I'm like, hey, I heard Nathan Wallace. So you're gonna start the own. You're gonna start a, your own rumor. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna start. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it with people who don't know who I am though. I'm just gonna walk up to a group of crowd and be like, you know, I heard that. You know that new guy Nathan Wallace. I heard he's a giant, giant dick. There, there was a a guy. Who used to be a reporter? I don't know if it was for the New York Post, but it was a major New York newspaper who used to get phone calls from Donald Trump, who was pretending to be his own PR person and would leak Donald Trump stories. This was back in the '80s, before <laughs> Donald Trump was like Donald Trump, and that's that was his way of getting publicity. It was smart; it worked back then. Yeah, but could you? I mean, how, how do you fake that voice? How do you fake? Do you, you do a Donald like, Trump? Donald, I can't do. I can't pressure. do a Donald Trump. No. Uh, bigly, it's kind of you don't even want to do it anymore. They probably like people would start knocking on the door and be like, you know what? We're gonna need you to wear a mask. Can we please have your guns? Oh, you think that's? <laughs> are you gonna, I don't know. That was gonna be funny if that's just like very the very first people they go to is like the rednecks <laughs> like, knocking on trailers in Suncoast. It do, is do, weird. Do. I'm driving around. I still see the Trump flags, which I get. Whatever, man. If you want to keep flying that, that's your business and not mine but at a certain point when do you pull those down like i don't see any more biden flags so it's when do you pull that off your truck or do you not that's your set that's you telling me hey man fuck you well you know last time we had it was so like everybody was so unexpected because they didn't know who they hated more hillary or trump yeah and this time we had four years of one of them we were like yeah this is <laughs> no, yeah. this is i don't I, I you know and here's the thing is that trump did some good things Trump did, but they were all good things that were really bad for the environment. And, yeah. you know, like, yeah, he was and eventually like, we got to yeah, hand this off like, to our kids. Yeah, you know, we, couldn't, we couldn't keep going with it. It is weird because people deny climate change. Maybe not, but I can tell you this much. Miami's underwater and I it wasn't 20 years ago. So when you go over there, the streets are flooded, man. They have There's a whole documentary about how they've installed new pumps to try and pump out the seawater because it keeps coming in. And they're going, oh, you know, it happens. Plus all this dramatic weather, all of the hurricanes, you're seeing an increase in in all of these uh, natural disasters. The wildfires, come on. Although there are, if you read certain conspiracy theory uh, forums, they say that those wildfires are caused by uh, heat guns or some kind of jet that starts a laser fire. I don't they know did. why. I haven't figured out why they're doing it, but that's what everybody says they're doing. Also, chemtrails. Yeah, they have. No, they have. Uh, like, was it DARPA? DARPA. DARPA. Yeah, I think maybe it's not DARPA. I think it's. DARPA. I think that was from Lost. No, there's a there's a uh, DARPA. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Yeah, so a like, research and development agency of the United States Department of Defense, responsible for the development of emerging technologies for use by the military. So they have this giant. Uh, this giant play that supposedly they're trying to figure out how to control weather because it's the ultimate weapon. Well, didn't Jesse Ventura say that there was that uh, Jesse Ventura weather changer? <laughs> That's how I Google it. Yeah, here. Harp. Harp is, Harp, yeah. Yes, there. yes, there we go. A field. Uh, Problem is, it's Jesse Ventura who's the guy that's telling you it. So that's why, it, like, if I don't Jesse know, Jesse Ventura is the one of the most legit conspiracy people I've ever seen. You know, he's one of the only ones that actually yeah, brings shit to the table. They legitimized him because every time they show Jesse Ventura, they're like, "Yeah, it's Jesse Ventura, former governor of Minnesota." And then they show him with a feather boa around himself and spandex in a ring, and you're like, "Ah, oh, I forget he was. He played pretend for a living. So how do I know that this is real?" He it was so funny. Whenever he became the governor, I was like. You gotta be kidding me! I was like, "This is crazy," and then he actually didn't do a bad job. You know, it, it was just. Uh, but no, this this is really something they've been trying. We we know they've we've since the beginning of 
science and technologies we've been trying to figure out how to control the weather harp and yeah. weather yeah well they, i mean they if, really are trying to figure out how to do it and they figure they show like the radiate that that thing basically shoots a beam of radiation into the sky and they can bounce it anywhere it's a whole thing you gotta you gotta look are you at one it, of those 5 years? do you think they're using 5g to never, do you think the world's flat it. do it How no, no okay no. all right well this is this is and that's what the problem is is uh that if you, so if you're in conspiracy theories people then lump you into people who are flat earthers it. it's not it's not technically a conspiracy theory so they they uh I've always said the internet was the worst possible thing that could have came out for us to actually get the truth. Because say I'm someone that doesn't want you to know what the hell I'm doing. So I would just flood the internet with falsities and mistruths of things about the same exact thing. And then you would never be able to make heads or tails of what's true and what's not true. Because now we're just looking at it on screens. We're not actually going to these places and investigating in person anymore. We go, oh, well, Google said that. That shit's not true. Yeah, um, Snopes. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, or, or the, everybody goes, hey, go to Snopes, and Snopes will tell you. Oh, or you Snopes. just go, you do three pages. Search up anything you want, and then go through three pages of it and see if you know what's real. <laughs> you won't because there's so many different opinions and so many different things. It's how they it's how they cover up whatever they want. If they well, want to cover up something, they, they put ten opinions out there, ten different websites. When do you think that started with JFK? Or was it before JFK? Because JFK, the anniversary of John Fitzgerald Kennedy's assassination was this past weekend. And my son and I know about that because we're big nerds and we pay attention to that stuff. And the fact that a United States president got assassinated live on film, <laughs> you saw it. I mean, it changed yeah. the way the world worked. It just, it's weird. I don't think that Oswald did it, but I don't know who did. It just doesn't seem like that guy got that many shots off from that high. But then you go there and you look and you knock out all, like the grassy knoll, it wouldn't have lined up. When you go stand where they say that if there was a shot from the grassy knoll, it doesn't line up. And then if you go to the sewers, the sewers also don't line up with the angles to shoot up. I'm also a, a guy that tells dick jokes. So what do I know about <laughs> ballistics I love that you angles? went there and looked. At least you went there and looked. I did because I've spent my whole life reading about that moment. How could you not go? It's really cool to go, like to be in that moment and go, okay, this is where it happened 57 years ago. But we still don't know. If, and you Look, if... I wish a guy like if I when when I heard Trump was one running for president, I went, "This is cool because we're gonna find out if aliens are real." Like he ain't gonna keep that a secret. He's gonna come out right away. That's a cool. Yeah. If you're the president, you go, "Hey, I know we got aliens, and by the way, we killed JFK or the mob did it." That'd be pfft, man. I'd vote for you. Tell me if Bigfoot's real. They know <laughs> harp harp. <laughs> or do they care? They don't, they might not even care. They would. Would you care if I, if you were That's the president? The first the thing I would ask. Oh my God! If I was in, yeah, the first thing I would ask is, are, are aliens real? Can I go to Roswell? I would get inaugurated, get on Air Force One, and go to Roswell so I can see whatever landed there in the fifties. And then I'd go. All right, tell me about Bigfoot, and who killed JFK, and who's behind nine eleven, and then they murder you. So I thought it wasn't the. The the Area Fifty One thing I thought was revealed whenever everything got declassified. It was a Russian ship, and it and you know what they actually they the reason they covered up because Russia proved they could get into our airspace and oh land. so it wasn't aliens maybe this whole entire was, thing was it was body configured Russia literally chopped up people and like made them look all alien like built them and flew them into our airspace <laughs> okay in like a rocket all right and landed them there. That, I've never heard that. I've heard a lot of things about what happened in Roswell. I've never heard that. Yeah, look it up. It's But you know what? It's one of the million misconceptions. During Kennedy, all they had to do was just say, I don't know what happened. Yeah, but they oh, weren't yeah, expecting this. somebody to have it on film. 
It's yeah. different now. You can't uh, like do you what can't you did then. Yeah, yeah. Still, th- but they were still saying, "Hey, we don't." You know, even with the film, it didn't matter. You yeah, know, there's still no proof of whatever happened, so they could just tell you whatever. But now with technology, they have to flood the market with misinformation so that the truth can't come out. I'm telling you, this thing. It, it, we think it's bringing us truth, but it's actually only making it more difficult to find it. We we could be lied to ten different times, and me and you will argue about. Uh, article that we read because you read it on page one and I read it on page two of Google. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So page two, my shit's all crazy. My shit's weird. You know what I'm talking about? Like, there's aliens. You're like, no, dude, there's <laughs> just a shortage of toilet paper. <laughs> like, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. So. Uh, conspiracy theories are fun because they take up time. But then when you get into the, I don't know, now it's conspiracy theories have not gotten so fun over the past three or four years. It's there's become, no way to win either. <laughs> everything's a conspiracy theory now, and it's and they're like the most. Like when Alex Jones started going, oh, Sandy Hook didn't happen. I went, I got to get out of this. Why am I reading this nonsense? Because why would they make that up? So, oh, fun times. 239 Yeah, we're going to Sandy Hook. Jesus. <laughs> and I went, All yeah, right, hey. Good time. Let's just switch topics. Hey, anyway, so how's uh, your kids out there, everyone? <laughs> I have a question for you, Nathan. This yeah. uh, came to my attention. I have a friend who chooses to remain anonymous. I asked him if I could say his name tonight, and he said no, Ian. And he told me that when you go to Wawa, okay, mm-hmm. I love Wawa. I'm a big fan. In fact, I'm drinking a Wawa coffee. <sighs> I love Wawa. And they're not sponsored, but they could be. And you know what? I'm going to tip you off to the flaw that you have in your coffee system that people are now taking advantage of nationwide, and then you should endorse me. So, Wawa. You're going to tip Wawa off to a, a loophole? Uh, there is shit? a loophole. I didn't even get to use it. I never got to use the loophole, Rob. There's seven people watching on Twitch. Okay. I don't think any of them oh, are from Wawa. If this Wawa, is a Wawa, let me get to- the- Yeah, <laughs> let me get. Hey, by the way, Wawa. <laughs> You, he's saying he wants you to sponsor us, but just so you know, I've been sponsoring you for years. Yeah. <laughs> this is a body built by yeah. Wawa, man. Built by Wawa, right And you know here. what? The thing is, Wawa, like, people are like, oh, Wawa's just gas station food. I go, how dare you? How, da- how dare you compare it to a Sheets? Look, they're great restaurants in and of their own right, but nothing compares to Wawa. It's an upscale restaurant experience. Yeah, it's a dining experience. It's a dining experience. <laughs> if you can eat on the promenade outside yeah. and have you can- <laughs> on lovely steel benches on the steel benches with bums yeah. um i love Wawa though and so i've been going there my entire life i like uh the cold brew coffee they don't have cold brew coffee fountain wise there but they do have cold coffee oh yeah have you ever noticed that there are okay f- so for the fountain drinks they have mostly clear cups Next time you go in, look, 12-ounce, 24-ounce, there's a 48-ounce. They're all clear cups. The only cup that is styrofoam, this one right here, 32-ounce. 32. 32 they do that a lot, actually, in different stores. So, I don't understand why, because here's what happens at the Wawa. People are now going in, because my friend tipped me off, and I tried it today. And I, I, I didn't know. I didn't correct them. I don't think I'm in the wrong, but we'll discuss. So, I go in. I fill this up. I go to the register. Normally... If they charged me for a coffee in this cup, it would be almost $4, $3.50. But because it's a fountain soda and they ring it up as such, it's only $1.09. Now, I didn't say, hey, it's fountain soda. They didn't ask, hey, do you have a fountain soda? I went up, just put this on the counter, and the guy behind the counter said one oh nine. Boom, done, and I walked out. I didn't correct him. I saved myself $2.40. Am I a, or $1.40? Am I a bad person? Am I ripping off the Wawa? I'm ju- I tested it to see if this flaw is actually so I could bring it to light. 
I would I would love to like be so surprised right now, but you're boring the shit out of me because I've been running that scam for years. <laughs> no, son. get out of here for years. Dude, so I'm not the only one. That- a decade, right. at least a decade. Right. I've been running that scam. Man, I thought Dude, when I- he told me this, I went, "This is fucking life changing." Dude, so I they go, gotta know. I literally go over. I go over. I get ice in my cup. I'll okay. walk over to the coffee and I'll pour fancy, expensive coffee up in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. I, oh, here comes a four for. Oh, this is Cleveland. This is Wawa. It's Wawa. Wawa. Hello, Son Wawa. Of a is bitch. this Wawa? Hello, Wawa. Welcome to the show. Hey, this is uh, headquarters. Just calling about the secret that you just leaked. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't realize everybody knew about it. What? What? Uh, yeah, just whatever you do, don't cut us off. Yeah, yeah. Don't switch to the clear cup, sir. What's your name? Uh, it's not important. I just know that I manage one of these Wawas and, uh, I see you come in quite often. Bullshit. You got a four, four, oh, area code. That's Cleveland, Ohio. You can't say, I know area code. I'm, you can't I'm, listen. You don't understand how business works. Do you? <laughs> the headquarters is in Cleveland. No, it's not. It's Wawa headquarters is Cleveland. No, next it's not. Time, next time you come in, we're going to have some words. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm hanging up. You well, don't this guy couldn't have moved over here. <laughs> Well, you don't think you're gonna move? <laughs> Thank you for the phone call. Yes. Thanks, man. After all, I do have a six oh nine area code. Very funny call. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I still rock a six oh nine area code. All right. So my Wawa scheme is not a scheme. I was at terrified all. for a minute because, it, well, maybe it is. Maybe man. people don't know that. But you gotta understand, I've been. I'm a gas station connoisseur. It's my favorite type of food. Yeah. Like, I like, like we've talked about it, wrapped in tin foil. After play, I love the play. So anyway, <laughs> look at you. I've like been there. I've been there twice a day. Like I'm getting, like I'm ready to order. I'm ready. We're gonna like, seven right now. Can I get some uh, some <laughs> twisters? I'll take a Monterey Jack and a, and a taco. And then, <clears throat> but yeah. So so I've been doing that for a while. I found that out. I was like, I wanted the iced coffee. I get this little thing of coffee. So one day, I, this is probably about five years ago. I was like, you know, I want a big iced coffee. I yeah. Put a nice coffee, and then they charged me that. I was like, oh. Well, because I got the forty-eight up. cent I, or the forty-eight ouncer, and it was like six bucks. And I'm like, but I what don't coffee need that are you drinking? They have okay. They so have right next to the fountains, they have the iced coffees, and it's mocha mint, which I highly recommend. It's fantastic. Uh, I, look, I'm normally a Dunkin' Donuts guy. I am because I love cold brew. The Dunkin' if I need energy now, I'm getting that cold brew from Dunkin' Donuts. It's fantastic. But Wawa, a great alternative, and. I feel bad now that I'm taking advantage of the system. I wouldn't feel bad. Oh, well, I won't do it anymore. Time, now that I've brought it up to light. Wait, you're not going to do it anymore? I've made my public serve. No, I've done my part. I've made Wawa. The guy from the manager of Wawa with the 440 area. Code, oh, they know about it. Dude, I've been busted on it a bunch of times. <laughs> and had to pay a bunch of money for coffee. Well, they never. So she never. They didn't ask me. But well, dude, it's only, well, I've only I'm done not, it once. So I've never done fairness. it at the Wawa because I don't like that fountain iced coffee, the mint stuff. Oh, I, get, I, I get the cold brew from the counter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you order in the iced coffee, they have a great cold brew. Yeah. And then you can put whatever creamer there or they can flavor it for you. I know I'm not going to lose weight because I love drinking flavored coffee. Like I drink regular hot coffee in the morning, but it tastes like dick. I hate it. I hate the taste of it. So I always treat myself to one of these and I go, that's why like I'm getting to the point. I'm not kidding you. I'm at like over 200 pounds and I'm five, three. That's not a good weight. I'm, I'm a chunky boy. It got to a point where like now my feet are hurting me. And I told Caitlin, I'm like, yo, I think I could have diabetes. Like I'm starting. Like I'm very <laughs> tired all the time. I'm very sluggish. Today uh, I took a three-hour nap. You called me twice. My phone was literally right next to my head, and it didn't wake me up. I was so zonked out. Three hours on that couch from two o'clock till five thirty. That's just that's that, that's just like being quarantined up. That's all you're here a lot. I think. No, I am not enough. I've been out doing stand-up. Were you sick this week? 
I did. I got I got a cold, yeah. Because it was yeah. funny. We were at the comedy club, and Nathan was going to be hosting the Friday night show. Yeah. And then Jamie said you weren't there. And I was like, oh, is everything cool? He's like, yeah, he's sick. And I went, and when you hear that, you have You're to like, go, COVID? what kind of sick? And he goes, uh, yeah. not that. And I went, oh, thank God. I just saw him like yeah, three days nah, ago. No, no, no. But do you get worried now when you get sick that you're like, terrified. oh, shit, is it the COVID? Immediately. As soon as, as, soon as I was like. No, I don't feel that great. Oh, no. I'm sniffing trees. <laughs> I'm like trying to sniff. I had chocolate and I had this piece of chocolate. I wasn't even eating it. I would just open it and I would smell it and make sure I could oh, smell. Oh, that you could smell? Yeah. yeah. That's I'll all I know. If I can taste. And look at me. I can taste. Two solid days. I'm holding my breath at, at 12 second intervals. <laughs> <laughs> Every 30 minutes, dude. Every 30 minutes, I'm holding my breath. I'm smelling chocolate. I'm like trying to taste things. I'm checking my fever. Hey. Hey, Christina's here. Hi. Uh, welcome. Uh, you want to scoot up yeah, and we'll yeah, bring yeah, Christina yep. in? Yeah, let's go. Uh, joining us, Christina Montori. She was at the Laughing Comedy Cafe this weekend as well. Comedian, uh, student, right? Student. Over there, and there's, uh, yep, there's headphones. Yep, there's headphones on the side, and then just pull that microphone right up to your face. Yeah, let's get this. Boom. Uh, but I, I think we forget that. Uh, I think we forget that we get, we get other sicknesses. You know? Yeah, well, because for the you first, know. hi, we're talking about COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to the conversation. Yeah, I had a cold last I think week. That's so what we um, were going to be talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it does it gets you because the second that you do feel odd, you're like, oh no, who have I been around? Could oh, I yeah. like because I just got allergies real bad out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh shit, is this COVID? I hope it's not. I hope uh, runny nose isn't COVID. I get I get allergies really bad too, especially once the water the weather gets cold. Yeah, so it's hard for me to tell sometimes. I'll, my nose will start running, my eyes will be watering, and I'm like, oh no. Problem is the weather doesn't stay cold. It gets cold and then it immediately heats back up like three hours later. Today it was like 65 degrees and then it was 90. And I went, man, fucking, there's no barometer for the weather. Yeah, there is. Welcome yeah. to the show, Christina. Thank you for joining us. Christina yeah. Montore. Uh, Christina is a stand-up comedian. Uh, you were at Laughing Comedy Cafe this past weekend. Did you have fun? I did. You did a great job hosting. Thank you. You did a great job on stage. Did you have fun last night? I didn't get to see you go up. I had to go pick my son up, but we were at Ollie's, and there were two dudes there who were there. <laughs> like They stumbled into the open mic. Everybody else were comics and comics girlfriends, uh, and there were two fellas that sat down, and they were all right, right? I mean, they were fun. I yeah. always like it when random people come in. It gives you someone to uh, talk to, practice the crowd work, you know? Yeah, that's what I did. I just went up and talked to them because everybody else, what are you going to try and get your, yeah. hey, I'm a dad. I got two kids. How about you? Like, fuck, no, I'd rather, hey, what do you do for a living? Let's talk about that. Did you get I'm... to see the one guy's tattoo? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. A guy had Nathan, and this is a weird <laughs> tattoo to have. He had a, it was dressed as some kind of dragon, and it was testicles and a penis right on his inner thigh. So he had a dick and balls right next to his dick and balls. Yep. That's so weird. Do you have any tattoos? Me? Yeah. No. No. No, I'm never. You? I, I, can't I actually have a vagina on my ankle. Uh, my, <laughs> my tattoo and, yeah, my tattoo and his tattoo had fun after this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that uh, Jamie from the Laughing has a camel on his toe? The owner of the Laughing Comedy Cafe. Ask him next time. He actually showed it to me. There's a camel on his toe. He got went out with a bunch of the comedians, and that's what one of the guys wanted. So as a group, they got camel toes. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. look at him, camel toeing it up. My uncle used to He's have a the, genius. Well, my uncle does. He has the cheesiest tattoo. It's a surfboard, and when it's long, when it's like this, he goes on small days. I take out my longboard, and on. 
big days, I take out the short board and the board shortens up. And he used to, and like, dude, the weird part was because he was from Hawaii and is like a marine biologist and he's like a really good looking dude. He would do it on the beach and like girls would flock to him. And I'm like, I can't believe this works. What? <laughs> because board, he does board? the muscle. He's like, in the short board. Yeah, if I do that, it's just more flap. It doesn't yeah, do oh, yeah. It just kind of sags down and falls to the side. I could never be cool enough for a tattoo. And then uh, I wanted one. And then when I turned 18, my mom's like, you, I'll take you when you're 18. I'll even pay for it if you still want it. What tattoo did you want? Uh, I wanted a very sinister son. A sinister son? Like an angry a, one? He, no, sinister. Like a child that like you birthed like, your like, son like, but sinister? Or like, <laughs> no, like a son. The son. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> the solar system. Just like a, a little child <laughs> yeah. that's all angry. Like, ah, <laughs> this is my yeah. future son. This is my sinister son tattoo. <laughs> it sounds like kid. a band. That's what I thought. It I thought is. it was like a metal band. No, I, I like uh, I like the idea of it because it was like it was kind of me. I like uh, very sunny, very bright. I lo- you know everybody loves the sun, but if you get also real very close, dark. it'll destroy you. <laughs> you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's like, what you say. So, okay, so you're yeah, like yeah, it was just a sun with like a behind it was like a very sinister face. He was just like smiling like this. Like I'm, you know, I love everybody. I always have a good time. But if I catch you in a dark alley, I might murder you. Oh, okay. Like Dexter. <laughs> hey, you know there's the any alleys Dexter. around here? <laughs> That's good. That sucks. All my murders are going to come to light now. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. He's the dark alley murderer. I don't think I could get away with murder. I'm too nervous. The second that they questioned me, I'd be like, ah, oh, I did it. I wouldn't be able to cover up. I get too nervous. Before I go on, like before I was on at the Laughing on Saturday, I was shaking. And I'm going, I've been doing this for four years. Why am I shaking? And it's the laughing. It's the most laid back place to do comedy. I know, but it always does that. I always, I shake. I get very nervous. I have to breathe. I don't know if you guys do this, but it's, like. It's probably the cocaine. No, I can't. I've never. I, I'm already up here. I don't need that. That'll. You really don't. you got a lot of good energy. But uh, while we're coffee. on the topic of uh, murder, cocaine, and um tattoos of genitalia <laughs> what is off limits uh or on is there anything off limits no go on ahead just don't um you know no no okay <laughs> yeah, <you're concerned laughs> just, just don't shit on anybody that could be watching that's like a sponsor yeah, not no, that I, we have any but i would never be unkind but yeah. you know yeah, I, yeah, she I, gets right on this she's like fuck pringles <laughs> I heard you talking about Wawa earlier. That shit sucks. Why are yeah. you drinking that garbage toilet yeah. water? Yeah, dude. When I used to work in the news, we uh, I did an interview with someone, and I had no idea that um, we were sponsored by Pepsi. Okay. And someone asked me, you know, if I prefer Pepsi or Coke, and I was like, Coke all the way. Like, did they, and they Pepsi. asked you this on air. Yeah. yeah, it was live. And then uh, my producer gets in my ear, and they're like. Dude, they sponsor us. You need to back that up. I'm like, I'm just kidding. I love it. Uh, you just, yeah, like it, it kicks back on. Yeah. More from the weather. So I love Pepsi. Yeah, it's the best. Pepsi yeah. my favorite. I'll tell you what. If there was a rainstorm of Pepsi, yeah. that's a lot of money. That's right here over Cleveland. That's what'll get you fired in media, man. If you piss off those sponsors and you lose that ad revenue. So you were in the news for a while. What did you do? You were a weather girl, I did a weather a lot. person. I'm sorry, it meteorologist. Doesn't it doesn't matter. As lo- it, yeah, I was a meteorologist. Uh, or weather lady. The For only one long? I don't prefer is weather girl because I was an adult at the time. Okay, and did you have uh, to go to sc- <laughs> you have to go to school for that, right? Like you have to to become a meteorologist, you have to get certification and a degree. Yeah. Wow. But I did that for seven years. But I also did some 
little bit of anchoring, a little bit of producing, a little bit of, um, you know, hosting a daytime show, co-hosting. Oh, yeah? It, a little bit of reporting. You kind of just do a bunch of stuff. But my main thing was meteorologist. Meteorologist. It's so, just at the beginning, they kind of make you shuffle around because yeah. you're the new kid and you'll do whatever just to be there. So you went and you did that for seven years and then you... Were you doing stand-up while you were doing that? No. Or did you do you started doing stand-up after? Yeah. Is it- I would I would crack jokes and stuff sometimes on air and then yeah. I'd get talked to. But really? was- <laughs> <laughs> well, if no, you're ma'am. some of your material, yeah. If you yeah. did some of your material, no, then I didn't it might do be a problem. It was mostly just sarcasm and uh <laughs> you know, saying some things that may or may not have made the anchors look a little stupid. You know, just <laughs> yeah. but I never got talked to by my boss. My boss liked me because the viewers liked me. They thought it was funny, but sometimes an anchor would be like, You made me like an idiot. I'm like, Well, actually you did. Yeah. But, uh, You're the one I that- just I yeah. just brought attention to what you said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it was the news fun? Because like look, um, on the radio uh, when I worked in Cleveland, it was because on the totem pole of things, radio is the bottom. But in Cleveland, the radio show that I worked on was very big. Yeah. And so, like, we had billboards and stuff, but my face was never on there. But I would still get recognized by fans because we did a video version of the show. So a lot of people, like, I'd go through the Walmart and people would be like, what's up, man? And they would call me homophobic slurs. I don't know why, but that's what they would <laughs> yell at me. And it was cool. I'd tell my son, I'm like, hey, that guy knows daddy from the radio. When you're on the news, people see your face. They recognize you. So everywhere you go, especially what city were you in when you were doing this? I did it in Roanoke, Virginia for the longest time. Okay. But I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. At one point, and too. so anyway, I mean, in those markets, wherever you go, people are going to yeah. recognize you, right? Is it hard? Like you're almost like a celebrity. You are a celebrity I when mean, you're on the news. At the beginning, it feels good. You're like, oh, it feels so cool, and then it gets then annoying. It gets old. Yeah, and then I, there was one time where I I denied being myself because I looked awful. I was in. Um, <laughs> no, that's not me. I'm yeah, not on the I news. Was, <laughs> I was in. Not me. I was at a Walmart getting medicine late at night. Yeah. Like awful. You know, when you're getting medicine late at night, you yeah. you're not your best. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, are you are you Christina Montoya? I was like, no, but like I get that a lot. I think she's so pretty. Thank you. And I think she's funny. I think she is the best at delivering the weather. Yeah. I know you have a joke about people getting mad at you about getting the weather wrong. Is that, did they actually get like mad at you about that kind of stuff? Like, would they take it out on you? Like, hey, you told me it was going to be sunny. Yeah. It was fucking 55 degrees. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, sometimes we did get it wrong, but I always get tired of the joke of like, oh, you, you're a weather person. Y'all, you get to be wrong and still keep your job because we were actually <laughs> right most of the time. But yeah. these people don't actually pay attention. They just look at that seven day forecast at the end. And that's just kind of like a broad look at a huge viewing area. If you actually pay attention to the whole three and a half minute weather cast, they'll tell you, you know, like, from here to here, from this time to this time, we're looking at this. If you live here, we're looking at that. And if you live down here, you're not going to expect that. You're going to expect this. But you need to kind of give that one seven day for everybody. And okay. everyone looks at it and they're like, I saw a rainstorm and it was sunny. Yeah. yeah. And especially, I don't know what the <laughs> weather was like in Roanoke, but here it changes every 20 fucking minutes. So it's not like you guys can predict because well, it cells just form and start raining for no reason and then disappear. Did you have to yeah. go to school to be a meteorologist? Or yeah. did you just go there and they were like, here, here's the job? They were just like, here, here's the job. No, <laughs> no, no, you're like, oh, they school. bounced me around everywhere. I was the new guy, so I had to be. So is every anchorman a meteorologist? No. And that's where you start? So there used, there used to be uh, a time where they just let women uh, do the weather because they wanted to get ratings up. And that's okay. where the term weather lady or weather girl actually okay. came from. And that's Which why I even it's said, kind of I'm a, sorry, misogynist. That's why you don't like weather yeah, girls. Yeah, because weather girls were just, they just presented what the meteorologist told them to say. Oh, so they weren't coming and, up with uh, the reports or right. forecasts themselves. They were just, an ugly guy like me would write it and then they'd hand it to a pretty gal that would go out and deliver it. Right. And oh, then, so, so to combat that 
uh, bad reputation that was being made about weather people. The American Meteorological Society came out with certifications that you had to get. So now you'll see on your news, you'll see like AMS or CBM, and those are just some certifications. I think you should, yeah, I think you should get. only accept meteorologists, Christina. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this whole time I thought you were just a figurehead. Like um, literally, I thought you were just out there, like, yeah, so it's going to rain. No. You know, and instead, no, instead you're like an educated <laughs> meteorologist. If anybody called you weather woman or weather girl, you go, meteorologist, bitch. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm a meteorologist. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll call me weather you, lady. You call I am me a fucking meteorologist. Me- I got a certification <laughs> and a degree for this. Yeah, what are you fucking doing? In fact, I like. I'm like, hey, Christina. She's like meteorologist. Christina, please. <laughs> it's it's like, doctor. It's doctor. Doctor, doctor meteorologist. I'm a doctor of weather. PhD. <laughs> 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 yeah. Doctor of precipitation. Man, I, there was a guy out of Philly that predicted a very. I forget his name. Um, he was a very popular weather guy and he predicted a big storm and it didn't hit and it was the end of his career. Uh, God, John something. He became, he used to go on Stern all the time, but like, that was it. He had like a really cush gig. Like I can't, I knew what making what like big guys in radio made in a major market, which was like, I mean, these guys were making $500,000 a year to go tell dick jokes from six to 10 p six to 10 AM in the morning. That's radio, Uh meteorologist on Fox 29 in Philly. You're going to be making $800,000 a million a year. He got this. It was a, supposed to be a big storm, got it wrong. And then he became a laughing stock and it was just one, but he was probably more <laughs> accurate the rest of the times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that is that it's is fucked. funny though. People stocked up on their milk and they're like, "Damn it, that's what do happened!" Make yeah. God damn it! <laughs> what was his this? name? Uh, I'd be so mad in there just drinking milk. Like I've shit seven times a day. John Bolaris. Yeah, I don't know John why people Bolaris. People think they need an excessive amount of milk whenever storms about. Them. I don't know. I don't know what's people going don't on. even drink milk. Like, I'm lactose intolerant, but the storms you know coming. What, I think though? we need milk. It would explain the toilet paper. It's the only thing know, explains right? the toilet paper. You're just sitting around drinking milk, <laughs> shitting uncontrollably. Here we go. Just, <laughs> um, oh, shit, I just lost it. 2001, Belarus delivered or drew major criticism after predicting a major blizzard, which he dubbed the storm of the century when oh, hit Philadelphia. Geez. Leading oh, up to the storm, Belarus uh, segments focused or featured custom theme music, and he often compared the emerging storm to the North American blizzard of 96. Belarus urged viewers to stay home from work in Philadelphia area schools to close. However, the storm resulted in less than an inch of snow. He received more than 1,000 angry emails and multiple death threats. A year later, he left Philadelphia because he couldn't be in it. I mean, one... One wrong miss. You son of a bitch. You had to pick picture God. day, didn't you? <laughs> All the kids missed their pictures. We're going to kill you. Uh, this is a crazy story, though. I remember hearing this. In 2010, while living in Miami, he was drugged and charged more than $43,000 on his American Express card. He contacted the FBI, who contact, uh, connected Polaris' story to a crime ring run by a bar owner. 17 arrests were made in connection with the ring. Man, poor dude. So he was yeah. getting drugged and robbed after he got kicked out of the fucking news and got death threats. Because he missed. Oh, sorry. It what a great idea, though, if you like charged up a bunch of stuff on your card, and you just like you just go out and you chloroform yourself in the middle of a street in your underwear somewhere. <laughs> You'd be like, I was drugged and robbed. They bought an end table, a new mattress. Yeah, it's very odd. A lamp. Yeah. They paid my car bill. They paid my car. What? I don't know how they did that or why. So, Rob, has anyone ever gotten mad at you? Any listeners for something you said on the Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's say a yeah. lot. I mean, yeah. it beca- you become, uh, the problem is, it's because people, 
I don't know how it is with the news. I don't know if they become so dedicated to like ABC that they won't watch CBS or they oh, yeah. hate CBS. They'll be like, I can't stand that lady That's on CBS. So in the radio business, it's kind of that thing. And I went from working from one guy who hated another guy who hated another guy. And by proxy, I was just a target of people. Hey, fuck you, you jerk off. You shouldn't have left that show. And I go, I got fired. It wasn't even <laughs> my choice. But I mean, that's really what happened. But I mean, for the most part, I was just kind of the weird guy on the radio. So it was never like I'd say anything like, oh, like we were talking about earlier, Sandy Hook doesn't happen. Like I was never that kind of guy. Right. I was always like, hey, I'll get naked and I'll chase the slow guy around the radio studio. And that was kind of my gig. And <laughs> nobody gets mad at that. Like we've never gotten in trouble. But like I worked for radio shows that got in major trouble, man. And it's weird when you watch these media figures lose their livelihood. Like when I first started in Philly, I was there for six months, got hired. Two weeks into my job there, their whole radio station got shit canned because they played a racist song parody. They ended up flipping formats and everybody was out of gigs. These people have been there for eight years building up a career and then just gone, man. Speaking of, I wrote this song. (laughs) (laughs) It's called... They better not be the one that they played. (laughs) I get canceled from... My I actually bedroom. did write. I, I'm writing songs. I'm writing songs. You for, had a uh, good one. I remember one time we were on the phone and you did a parody song to me. I, I forget what it was. Damn I did. It. I did Cardi B, and then I've done. Uh, I have. Why you got to be so rude? I got. I did do you want to do it? Parody. I could pull the music up. Not really. No. Oh, yeah. No, I don't <laughs> no, want to do. It. I do no, song parodies, no. but only for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Now, right now, I'm doing. So I like every year I do a Christmas thing. So this year I'm going to do the Christmas again, and I got a couple new Christmas songs in there. I'll sing a Christmas song for you if you want. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have Santa Claus come <laughs> over. I have a guy that I know that does Santa. And uh, he's going to come over. This sounds weird. He's going to come over and do social distance Santa pictures on our front lawn while we show uh, a Christmas story or maybe another Christmas <laughs> cinematic feature that on our so giant movie Can screen. he just sit it? Because the kids can't sit in his lap. You've either. seen him before. He's I've, Oh, yeah. I've seen the guy. Yeah, the the Santa long guy. ass. Be- he was here for the movie night. He literally ho 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 just when he laughs. <laughs> he does, he, he literally goes ho 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 ho. He's a good dude. I love him. He's going to dress up as Santa. But yeah, I w- do you want me to pull up some so Christmas anyway, music? So, uh, Rob's addresses. No, no, I could, no, I don't know if I want to sing it right now. Right. I do it one year. I do it once a year. I don't need Christmas music. If you ever know. wanted to record it, I know a guy who has a studio in his bedroom. So you can come over and do it. We can mix and minus it and actually put the music to it for you. I think you you've to. never seen the Christmas set that I do? No. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it either? I'm going to do it for the open mic right Is before Christmas. Is there Christmas music in your Christmas set? Yeah. No, I, I do it as I don't a... I like um, Christmas music. You I don't? Do, uh, no. Yeah, I literally only <laughs> sing the best Christmas carols. No, no. So I change Christmas carols. I say I wish I had my own Christmas CD called A Very Nathy Christmas. And then I go through an infomercial type situation. And I sing the songs. Like, this is the new one for this year. It's a silent night, a couple of dykes. One is butch, one is fine. Together they'll adopt a little African child. That's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. very progressive. Yeah, my song, my voice is kind of goofy from the, just coming over, it goes very progressive. And then uh, Santa Gravy, Santa Gravy, running down my titties tonight. Oh. <laughs> I, I used like that to, one. Man, yeah, it's good. Right? So you no, hate, that sounds fun. You hate Christmas music. Well, it makes me stressed out. I think I associate Christmas music with time to buy things for oh, other okay. people. Time to I could see that. Time to disappoint my family because I'm going to go to this person's house and I'm that person's house. I'm dealing with that with Thanksgiving. Yeah, just, it's a fucking pain. Well, you, so you were 
Or you're not born and raised here, right? Because you worked in uh, Virginia. So where are you actually from? I was born and raised in Virginia. Okay, so do you travel home for the holidays? Like Nathan's family's here, so you don't got to go anywhere. Like Thanksgiving's not a problem for you, right? Yeah, until just two years ago, I'd spent every Thanksgiving in the same house my entire life. At so, my aunt's house. So it was never yeah. a decision. I have decisions, and decisions are very fucking uncomfortable. Because yeah. then you got to call somebody. Like, I had to call my dad today and go, well, we're going here. And he was cool about it. He's like, all right, not a big deal. But it's like, well, I mean, I would like to go see you too. So I'll try and do breakfast with you and dinner. But either way, they're going to be pissed because they're not getting Thanksgiving dinner. The other side of the family is going to be upset because we're not spending the night. It's like, fucking, it's Thanksgiving. It's a Thursday. I can't drop everything for a fucking Thursday. Yeah, I most work people got to work the next day. Yeah. I have to work Friday. Caitlin well. has to work Friday. You know, you the, well, you know what Friday. we do is uh, we actually split it up into different weekends. Like Julie's family's was this us past weekend. Okay. So you and do we Thanksgiving all, weekends. Yeah, well, no, we just went and ate Thanksgiving dinner on a Saturday. Yeah. And then now we'll go to my family's on Thursday. That's a lot of turkey. Yeah. I don't I don't eat turkey. I don't really like turkey. I like it when it's sliced and it says butterball on the front of it. Butter. Like a, a dude, a, a roasted turkey. Nobody does it very well. Do you if like cranberry fun. sauce? Uh, on a sandwich. Do you like the the chunky kind Ugh. or just the jelly? Ugh, jelly. I like the chunk. I, like I like the, the chunky. chunky kind. Really? Yeah. See, I, well, mashed potatoes, chunky or smooth? Oh, fake. I don't even. I like them out of a box. Okay. Yeah, me too. I prefer that over homemade lumpy ones. Homemade lumpy ones. Well, like, oh, lumpy I mean, ones I are good. It depends on who makes them. I like them, them all. You're, you're I'm a, a big trip. fan of potatoes in all forms, French fries, baked potato. Yeah, yeah my wife's the same way. Look at us. Matter. We're big fans of that as well. You I don't like potatoes, honestly. Really? I don't, yeah, I don't like pastas either. How's your no sugar thing going? Are you still doing the no sugar? It is. I'm actually below where I was when COVID started. Hey, congrats. You yeah. lost you weight any sugar? during COVID. Yeah, no sugar. Did you, yeah. Do you feel tired? Uh, I did. I did for yeah. I what still is that, ketosis. I can still use a nap sometimes. Yeah. I've been I've doubled down on caffeine, so I just I just do like uh, there's this thing called Yerbe. It's Y E R B A something. I don't know. Anyway, but it's sugar free and it's like three cups of coffee every one of them you drink. So, but it's like seltzer water. Oh, and also I had plantar fasciitis. People out there, I'm not a, a witch doctor. I don't believe in witch doctory. I was at a show. At the show, the only non sugar stuff they had was cbd sparkling water i drank i for four months my foot i it's hurt so bad and i just there's nothing they could do i've been to doctors everything uh i drink two cans of that and i'm sitting there about an hour later i'm like man why my foot doesn't hurt it was the first time it didn't hurt in four months cbd did it you think definitely didn't it make you tired though the cbd yeah uh, no, it didn't make me tired, but it definitely oh, nice. fixed my foot. See, if I'm eating, I don't want CBD. I want or drink it. I mean, I guess if it's an, an option, yeah, sure, I'll take that. But I like the THC infused stuff. That's where. Oh man, dude, I you know me, I I love the weed, bro. <laughs> but my foot, it didn't fix my foot. I'll tell you that. As much I'm as you smoked, you, you couldn't smoke your foot to feel better. Nonstop, every day it hurt. Yeah, it doesn't go away. It's just something that's just there. I had learned to live with it. It's been about four months. I was just like, you know what. I'm living with this. I just have pain for the rest of my life. Dude, two CBD sparkling waters later, I'm crushing it. I went back. I bought all they had. They were like five fifty piece. So I was yeah. like, I'll take all of them. And now I can't find them. Like, the company's out of business, so I got to figure out some CBD stuff. Dude, there's know. restaurants now that you can have CBD-infused dinners. I didn't even believe it did anything. What, CBDs? Yeah, no. It's witch doctory to me. They're like, oh, it doesn't have THC in it. I was, yeah, what's, so what's the, the point? shit out of my face. <laughs> take yeah. like an old sense away. It fixes my foot. That's Apparently the only point. Dude, I, I've been taking, <laughs> I took every pill. The doctors got me like doing stretches, all this stuff and it made it worse. It, yeah. It, it made me relax, I guess, but it, it does stop inflammation. They say CBD stops inflammation. There you go. It stopped in the foot. Maybe that's uh, what I am. I just have a whole bunch of inflammation. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> Kayla today was like, maybe because I told her, I'm like, I'm feeling very sluggish, and uh, you know, I'm putting on weight, and I can't take it off. And she's like, maybe you have a thyroid d- issue, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I also eat like nine cookies before I go to bed. Like, I, yeah. we have a tub of cookie dough that you can either make with cookies, but that takes 15 minutes, or you could just shove the fucking, well, you just start shoveling in your face, and that's instant. You know, and I'll sit there thyroid. in front of the yeah. fridge. Will you really do that? Yeah, naked. Sorry, I know it's gross. Naked. But I sleep in the nude, and I sleep on my son's bottom bunk. So I'll just I'll get up in the middle of the night and go to the fridge and just start. You sleep naked on your son's bottom bunk. He sleeps on the top. Yeah. What the hell, what? Rob? It's just bottom. It's we, separate beds. We should probably shut the thing off. You can't be sleeping way. naked in the same oh, room with your kids. This kid. is my house. I can it doesn't walk around matter. nude if it, I. You, has your son matter. ever seen you nude? Yeah, but I don't sleep in the same bedroom with him. It's not naked. the same. Okay, well, it's the same bedroom, but not the same bed. <laughs> He's, on He's top one of fall off of a bunk right under your dick. <laughs> no, that would, that would be a weird bounce. You'd have to hit and then get up and <laughs> fall. On a oh, Dad, your dick is out. I feel like you just kids aren't some... offended by nudity as much as we are. No, like, we teach them, but it's no. bad. Yeah, you know we what teach I mean? them it's bad. Yeah, yeah oh, like yeah, kids, little time, kids, yeah. you know, like they're like, oh, my, my son's in the locker room. Can you put your shirt on? I'm like, he's just thinking like milk is going to be served here. Like, he's not thinking about. <laughs> He's not like old titties, you know. Yeah. He's not, that Rowan's gonna be like, "Can I stay at Rob's?" No, no, you cannot sleep. Over. <laughs> like, when we have company, no, no. I put clothes on. Let me. Be hey, clear. whenever. <laughs> hey, Rowan. Yeah, you can stay the night. Sleep in the bottom bunk. I'm like, no, no. You get the hell out of the bottom bunk. You know, you can't even stand up and piss here. But he's running his dick through the bottom bunk of the bed. I, you know, my son was you in there playing video games. Pee. It was a joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can say to me, I thought you were gonna say I don't sleep naked in that bed. No, I think I, I sat in there and talked to Rowan one time. Jesus, oh, sorry you slept so on my close pubes. to your dick. Yeah, closer than Caitlin's been recently. That's what happens though. Well, because you, you sleep kids. in your son's room, jackass. <laughs> well, you Go. know why? Because she actually sleeps with the baby in her bed some nights, and I'm like, well, I can't do that. Oh, here's here's Child Protective DCF. Services. DCF. Is <laughs> I declined the call. Sorry. No, what are you I didn't mean call? to. Call back. That was call an accident. Back. I meant to hit green. I hit red. Dude, if you don't answer to them and let them come <laughs> inspect come. the home, they're gonna just come take the kids. You can't do it, bro. Oh man, did you ever have that family? <laughs> Oh, this guy. <laughs> you ever have that family in your neighborhood that had DCF called? Uh, like, did you have that white trash family in your yeah, neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You weren't them, were you? No. We no. had the Michaels family. No, my mom was very, uh, very strict. We had the Michaels family. And the Michaels family were like the family that had a one-story home but then built their own second story under their home and it wasn't like done right, you know? Yeah. And then like back then we didn't understand what pain pills were because you're talking this in mid-90s, but the mom and dad would be zonked out on the couch in the middle of the afternoon and you didn't even think twice about it. You're yeah, because like, oh. it hadn't really taken off yet. They were no. still doing that was like when they were still doing oxys and those like big wafer baths. <laughs> yeah, and like I had like I was eleven and I'm like, I had no idea people did that. So I didn't know parents got messed up all day and sat around. But now looking back, I'm like, holy shit, I was going to an opium den yeah, at he's the like, Michael's over house. There. He's like, we'd get naked, get in the bunk beds. Yeah, and it was like, totally normal. <laughs> it was the normal thing. I mean, this episode's not getting reposted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want this all. You repassed the David's stinky feet. You better <laughs> fucking true. repost this shit. Yeah, I did. David stink. Did you know David Gregory has stinky shoes? The worst. No. Yeah, oh, How the did worst. you find out? Yeah, he took them all. Because well, you're not supposed to wear shoes in It's here. all right. Oh. You're fine. Oh, and you it's, oh, oh, oh because she's a weather girl. I didn't care. What are you talking about? Weather girl. Oh, she has a shoes off. Oh. Shoes. I have my shoes off. Um, she's, she's, you thought I had she shoes knew. off? David, David didn't, and he purposely didn't take his shoes off, and then he sat down, and he took them off, and then Nathan A went, very nice lady smell? told me to take my shoes off. That, was that your wife? Uh, late, yeah, girlfriend. Hey. Girlfriend? Yeah. Living in sin. Okay, no, me too. That's <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, I was confused. I didn't know if I had the right house because, like, at first, for the, through the window, you had, like, rave lights going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the disco, disco ball was on. And I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe they're having a party. Then I go in, and, like, a, a nice lady answers the door. I hear a child, and I'm like, all right, this is a family having a rave. Uh, I don't know. Would you I like love that drink? you still just came in. Do you drink? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. I actually, I do sometimes, but um, I had a couple drinks the other night. Now I'm feeling kind of tired. Really? Oh, I get, man. I get, I go, I get like, I'm like, Ooh, it's fun to drink. Going to go out and drink. And then I, and then I get into this like depression hole afterwards. Oh, see, I do it to function. I think at this point, yeah. it's every time I go out to the laughing, like laughing, I butchered the end and I feel bad. My apologies. But it got to the point where I had one too many and it started to spin before I went up and I went, what at the very end of the show? Yeah, I just oh. I kind of slurred my way through the. Hey, make sure you come back Thursdays. We yeah. do open mic night. It was just kind of, and I was stumbling <laughs> over my own tongue. I love drinking. I just don't like the day after. It's not even a hangover. It's just like I'm sad. See, that's what gets me worried is that I'll drink and I will get like tipsy, but I don't feel it at all the next day. Like it's become immune. You're so lucky. I don't think I think that's alcoholism. I think my Maybe. body's like I wish to I had it. alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so oh, lucky. I wish I was an alcoholic. I'm an oversharer when I'm uh, drunk. What about yeah. you? Uh, no, I. You know how you say that you get into like that not dark place, but you're kind of yeah. like I get very withdrawn, and I'll be but. And my, the weird part is I'll have one or two and I'll be social. But then if I get to that third or yeah. fourth, all of a sudden it's like, I don't want to talk to any of these people. What the fuck um, am I doing? I got to get out of here. I'm the opposite. I want to tell everyone they're fabulous and that they are just So you're a fun queens. drinker. I, I love the women's bathroom when I'm drunk. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, girl, you're so beautiful. <laughs> he doesn't even deserve you. Like, I get, this, I get terrible like that. And then I, I see these women doing this when I'm sober and I'm like... Oh, these idiots. These idiots. I'm like, oh my God. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm one of them. I need to get drunk. Do yeah. you, Nathan, you don't, do you drink? I do on occasion. Yeah. I never really, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I did. I, when I was young, before I even turned 21, I got a lot of alcohol poison. I, I got alcohol poison. <laughs> got a lot. Like more than once? Like three times, dude. Wow. Yeah. One time I fell, I fell out. I turned up a bottle of Captain and I just let it run. And then I don't remember anything after that. They said that I just, I stumbled in front of a fire and I went, <laughs> and then I fell face first into an anthill. Oh, and I just was laying in an anthill. So they grabbed me and they put me and they like, it was my dad's place. So it was a shower. It was only like this big. It was like this little trailer. So they folded me in half <laughs> and I woke up folded in half in just cold water running on me yeah. and still just biting the shit uh, out of me. Oh, They're they were like, fire ants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I got lit up, dude. dude. I got bit by those once and I'm like, I, they're like, they're tiny. Only two of them bit me on my ankle. And I went, this is the worst fucking pain that I've ever been through in my life. Cause it just for days, you just keep scratching. It does not stop. And you had them all over your body. Yeah, oh yeah, they ate me up good, man. I only, when I got, I was in a fraternity because I was lame in college, but I also lived at home for the first two years, and the only way I moved out of the house was because I didn't have any friends. All my friends went away to college. I was the only idiot that stayed back for a girl who ended up breaking up with me a year into my, and I went, fuck, I'm here for another three years, and we're broken up. And so I joined a fraternity, and when you get in, they make you drink an entire bottle of Mad Dog 2020, and I never drink. I never, even now, I don't drink hard alcohol, and that's not really hard, but that's like, liquor yeah. and you yeah. have to drink the whole thing like i was vomiting i've never vomited so hard in my life i fell asleep on an air conditioner i remember just sitting on the air conditioner and falling asleep like that and that's the drunkest i've ever been i've never like been hospitalized have you ever been hospitalized from drinking no never had to get your stomach no. pumped you neither no no i probably should have i 
I probably should have a couple times. The first time that I got, you know, blackout and drank way too much yeah. was high school. We were in the yard, uh, friend's <laughs> yard. We were camping. That's how you got away with it. Yeah. We're going to set up a tent and yeah. camp because we <laughs> like nature. But uh, I had never really drank before. So I thought like alcohol was alcohol was alcohol. And I'd seen movies of chugging and people cheering. <laughs> and, you know, I want to be popular. Yeah. So, so I have this big, you know, those green Gatorade bottles. Yeah. They're, they're a lot, that's a lot of liquid can fit in those, you know. And someone had put a whole thing of vodka in one of those. Because, um, you know, you have to hide everything. You can't yeah. just have liquor bottles as a high schooler. I'm, like, I'm going to chug this whole thing. And I chugged a whole thing of uh, vodka thinking it was like the same as beer. Yeah. Not, uh, <laughs> no. It's not at all. I passed out in the grass that yeah. I think had recently been treated because I woke up with uh, like hives all oh. over me. I used yeah. to, well, like when we were in uh, high school, they would do, they would do beach parties where oh beach week. Did you do beach week? No. What was beach week? Oh, that's like I think my maybe it's just a Virginia thing. But the at the end of your senior year, you get a bunch of people together. You get a really terrible house. That's meant for maybe six people. You pack 20 17 year olds in there and you just get shitty for a week. Oh, wow. We're in the Virginia and it's Beach or amazing. Roanoke? Myrtle Beach. Mer- oh, so South Carolina. Oh, oh, that yeah. sounds fun. It's so fun. Oh, it's man. So we trashy. never had that. I wasn't allowed to go. Oh, but, but they I, other but kids. I went. Oh, you did? But I went. I told my mom I was going on a shopping trip with some of my girlfriends and her mom. But meanwhile, I was sleeping in a bed with uh, like, you know, six wasted. of my guy yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's like, you know, one day I'm going to, like, tell people the weather. Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to become a meter. I'll be a meteorologist. What's that? Yeah, now, now, what are you going to school to be now? Clinical There's... mental health counselor. Oh, Jesus. Or is it really sex? I know you have a joke about sex therapy. Is it sex therapy? Or I, is can, it extra... I will be able to do that. So you oh, can, wow. I can do a bunch of different things. And I, I think I want to. All right, Christina. That's a good... So um, what would your professional opinion be of a grown man mm-hmm. sleeping on the bottom <laughs> bunk? <laughs> Dude. Naked. <laughs> With his well, son his only multiple on feet away one. from him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's what, enough of the clinical. He has to take stairs to get down to me. You know, there's <laughs> a lot of distance. Well, I think, I think if, if you're not getting, you know, aroused, <laughs> I think it's fine. I've got oh, a okay. point where nothing okay. does that anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not kids, but nothing I at all ever. Fine. You know, like, think about it. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, our society doesn't really like that. But, you know. You go out to some places, there's like tribes of people still just running around naked, just happy as can be. How about this? Know? Let's see if it's okay. Let's actually call DCF. Get them on the phone. <laughs> no, we're going to call them. They're like, oh, they're <laughs> them to call back. I definitely call. I they won't call back now. I have I a question. Is this inappropriate to do in the Let summer? me ask you something. Every <laughs> night, every night I get down to the birthday suit and I climb and into most a nights I multi-tiered bed with my son. <laughs> Oddly enough, most nights I fall asleep on that couch that you're sitting on. And Jesus, then I naked? <laughs> I love that he just comes in here butt naked. Look at him. This spot right here? I mean, yeah, on the couch. Right. I was wondering. I was like, it's so crispy. I feel crispy. closer to you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Be careful. Oh, man. He turns on the camera. He locks no, into No, that has been my fear, fans. though. Because I'll get on in the morning, and I'll turn my stuff on, and then I'll go get in the shower. And there have been times where I walked in front nude, and I'm like, God, if my coworkers, if that's what they saw. Yeah, don't That's walk the end of it. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy, Jeffrey Tobin or whatever, who was a Washington Post writer, and he got caught jacking off 
on a uh, Zoom meeting, which is weird, and I'm not doing that. But I mean, the guy was on a Zoom meeting. On a Zoom meeting, lost his gig from did cranking off. That, did, did he think his camera was off? Uh, yeah, I guess he didn't on. know that his camera was on, and so they go, "Oh, you, you still can't, it. you still can't be watching porn and jacking off during a conference call for work that you're supposed Even if to the be camera's on. off. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't be doing so that. So was it porn or was it the coworkers that were turning them on? Like I don't know. I think there was porn because I think there was <laughs> Jeffrey. Oh, you got to definitely the Brady Bunch boxes. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Don. You fucking Sharon. You didn't shave today, did you? Huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know why the camera's up here. I had no need to do that. And sometimes you forget you're on camera because, you know, and I'm doing Zoom classes now, and I made the mistake of eating a popsicle during a Zoom classes. (laughs) I was like, shit, I look like a cam girl. Yeah, now you get All of a sudden, your professor's like, all right, Christina gets an A, (laughs) plus, plus. <laughs> is like, it like and I I don't mean this in a mean way. You're an attractive girl. Thanks. Nathan and I, I don't, don't have how that would be mean. <laughs> well, because <laughs> I the question is, you are you're a very attractive woman. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to sorry, insult you. You're so hot. Um, but like when you're an attractive girl and you're going back to college and the teachers are not, I mean they're older, but they're not much older. Do you do you ever catch them like looking at you? Do you ever think like, hey, if I flirted with him, I could get a better grade? Have you ever done that? Because like he and I definitely can't. Well, all of my professors right now. Are women, oh, okay. and, I think, <laughs> and I think they are straight. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure they've talked about their husbands. So okay. I don't know they could be bi. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what about yeah, comics? I don't think my professors are. Plus, she's already to me. dating a college uh, professor. You're well, a very funny. Yeah, com- my my oh, boyfriend used to be a college professor. Kevin. He, yeah, his. Uh, oh, here we go. Here he's calling. <laughs> yeah, this is Kevin. No, 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 you son of a bitch! <laughs> no, wasn't. Why did Hold you on. hang up? But uh, <laughs> he did sleep with one of his students. Really? Yeah, and then he dated her for a couple of years. Answer this call, you son of a Hello, welcome to radio in my bedroom. Who's this? Hi, it's Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Oh, welcome Joanne. to the show. We thought you were DCF. Are you hearing what's going on <laughs> Are you going to try and take my kids away, Joanne? Let me Joanne? ask you something, Joanne. <laughs> no. If, if you, uh, do you have a bunk bed, first off? <laughs> Here we go. I'm trying to listen to two things at once here. All right, well, shut off the other one and listen to this. <laughs> yeah, turn it down. Rob Gargiulio exposes himself to no, children. No, that's not what <laughs> On a regular nope, basis. That's not, see, that's <laughs> Rob Huff, radio personality. Well, I didn't say you do anything to him. You just expose yourself. I it's I not like I wake him up and I go, hey, buddy, I'm naked underneath you. He's asleep and I just stumble in there. In, so in you get honesty, naked with kids while they're sleeping, no. you sick piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, I usually pass out on the couch in the living room. I'll make my way to the bedroom around 2 a.m. and sleep for about three hours. Yeah, nude, but I'm on a separate bed. It's the bottom so bunk. So, Joanne, we're thing. doing a contest right now. We're trying and, to get my and, kids and taken you, away. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. The kids are so we're doing a little contest. And if you win, <laughs> you get to come and sleep on the top bunk <laughs> while Rob Gargiulio sleeps sleep, naked underneath. underneath of you. What do you think about that? Okay, she's in. All right. <laughs> All right First question, Joanne. How long uh-huh. is Rob Gargiulio's taint? What? <laughs> Joanne, I love you. you. You walked into an odd conversation, but I hope everything's well. With how you doing there, Toots? Good. Pretty good, you know. I like I said, I miss you every night, though. Okay, well, you can catch um, me every morning. There's an app, 1057 The X app. Download it, and then you can listen to me instead of those nerds, Dave and Chuck the Freak. Which, by the way, oh, he's so freaky. His name's 
Chuck the Freak. What? Okay, I haven't heard anything freaky out of that guy. He can't have an name. I, I, don't I know, he probably doesn't freak. sleep naked with his kids yeah, or nothing. Yeah, Rob the Freak. Oh, no, Rob the Phone Freak. That ended up, nope. nope. That ended up hey, you, you little know what? freak. I don't listen to K-Rock anymore. Ah, well, you know what? Best of luck to them. I hope their digital gaming department takes off and they no longer have to focus on radio. Joanne, question honest, number eight, two. Spending time doing that. <laughs> All right, Joanne, thanks. See you later, babe. I love you. Love you, Chuck. All right, bye-bye. You ever hosted a game show? You have that <laughs> no. voice. Question yeah, number should've. two. Question number two. Exactly how many pubes? That is a good gig, hosting well, game shows. I would love to get a game show hosting, other than I'm good I, at it. Dude, Trebek, voice, so. I mean, yeah. Trebek would do that show, and they bang out like four in one day. He'd only have to go in and work for like five hours, <laughs> and then he's done for the entire week and made a ton of money. You know what? The only thing that holds me back from being a game show host is my inability to read. <laughs> I'd be like... Uh, Abalasco, uh, ab- oh, obelisk. It's an obelisk. What is an obelisk? <laughs> or when? I, I, I definitely could not do Jeopardy. That's for sure. Yeah, I could do pr- uh, Wheel of Fortune. Price of Rights fun. Yeah, Price is Right. I could do any of those. I think anything with it where I have to read a spelled word. Over six letters is probably going to be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not that I can't multiple read. multiple syllables. It's just that I don't do it a lot. So I'm out of practice. So I gotta, I'm like, I don't know what this says. I don't know what she says. I don't know. It's vagina. <laughs> did you ever have to read aloud in class? I did. Did it give you extreme anxiety? No. I did got no anxiety I from it. reading out loud in front of my peers. Yeah. Really? Mm. You hated that, huh? But you're a comedian. You know what happens is well, I was a kid. I get stuck like if I get if I fuck up a word while I'm reading, then I get stuck in my own head that I fuck oh, that yeah, word yeah, up yeah, and yeah. then I fuck the next seven words up. And you're like, and I'll do that on the radio when I'm doing sports. I do sports and I'll start reading. I type out what I read ahead of time and I'll start reading through it and then I'll stumble on a word and then I'm so focused on the word that I stumbled on, I fuck up the rest of the fucking. So I'll just go, and here's the audio clip. Boom. And the guy plays the word. But it is, it's tough. And especially in stand up, man, it's, there have been times where I got caught in that loop and then you're on stage and you go, oh no. Where was I going? I'm I don't so get focused like that on what I fucked up. I don't remember my next yeah, joke. Yeah, let that shit go. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't write it down and like all that stuff. So I. So it's not like. It's not something I'm trying to remember. It's, it's just not something a script. there. Mine yeah. isn't. I I write mine down, but mine is. It's not a script that I read verbatim, but it is. Yeah. I have points that I know that I'm trying to get to. Yeah. But then when I fuck up a word, I get stuck. I'm like, oh, I said that wrong. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I don't have that issue just because I don't. I don't write it down, but. It screwed me not writing it down many a day. <laughs> yeah, you don't write any of your jokes down. I don't write the jokes down. That's crazy. Mine are all in folders on my phone, and you can scroll. Like, I literally have the very first joke that I wrote, an original version of it, and then I just go in, and every time I fine-tune a joke, I just copy and paste, and I have, like, a whole thread. I'm fucking meticulous. And it's, I have a, what's I have it a master worked out? list. What a fucking... My note nothing. section is full of thoughts, but I'm not very organized with it. I hate writing. Yeah. I can't write for fucking. I, I, you know, when I write, when I'm on my way to a gig, it sits in the car. I'll spend if I'm going to Coconuts in St. Pete Beach. That's a two-hour drive north. I'll sit in that entire two hours. I'll go over my set. I'll rewrite some jokes. I'll write them down, and then I'll go do them that night. But otherwise, if I'm not getting on, like I didn't get on tonight, I'm not writing fucking jokes. I hate it, and I know that you have to. That's like the biggest thing is you got to sit down and kind of hone those jokes out, is what they say, but. Putting pen to paper is fucking tedious. Man. I would love to because the time that I find, if I could just sit down for a minute and do it, but I'll tell you, every time I write a joke out, I hate it. I hate it with every passion because I'm not the greatest with like punctuation and stuff. You know so what I really like recording that? it on the uh, get a little audio app, and if every time you're out and you think of something funny, just do a little 
little audio note. I yeah. used to do that. I do well. What what how it works for me, and then you know, I you've seen. I I have some material. I have, yeah. I literally just like once once something clicks in there, and it's an actual something that I like. I don't stop. It's relentless right here. It just won't stop poking me. Poke, 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 until I finally get it to stage, until it's finally funny. And then once it's funny, then it's just part of the list. And I can recall it at any time. I don't know why. It's just how I work. But I can't remember a person's name. Man, I used to, when I first started, I would walk around and I would practice verbatim, word for word for word, into a hairbrush pretending it was a microphone <laughs> and then Caitlin actually bought me a fake microphone so I'd walk around the house and pretend and then I when I would first go up I would actually write my set list out I would tape it to a water bottle and I'd put it down so I could always casually look over when I was on stage and see where I was going it would it, but it's fun now because it's gotten to the point where you have the joke so you know that they're there you just go up and have fun and do it how long have you been doing stand-up Christina this will uh, this will be like the third year. Third year, yeah. where you've and you've done all over Southwest Florida. You've have you done outside of Florida? Yeah, I went to um, Wise Guys in Utah when I was Wise Guys in that Utah. That was fun. Uh, Comedy clubs have they the weirdest, were great actually names. Yeah. because there's a bunch of Mormons there, and even better, ex Mormons, and they love sexual humor. I've never Mormons because Mormons make love the love with the blanket, right? They have like that I don't sex know. sheet. I don't know. I think that's a myth. Oh, but, really? But I'm not sure. I feel like that's one of those. It's myths. more sex than I'm having with a shit. Wait, but, is it um, good for wait, them? Wait, sexually, where you have to have it under a blanket? No, I think they like cut a hole out and then. I think that's a myth. I think people think that Jews do that too. I think. <laughs> I don't think they do. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm Christian. I do that. <laughs> yeah, you have a blanket. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just, just but I lay down and I put my dick through the hole, and then Julie puts a picture of Ryan Reynolds on the blanket, and then she just goes. See, mine is the opposite. I actually post the photo of Ryan Reynolds on top of Caitlin, and then I go, all right, let's make the love. Yeah, on her back, you put it on her back. Yeah. Go, she yeah, actually has a tattoo of yeah, Ryan Reynolds on she her She lifts back. up her hair, and there's just like a tattoo of Ryan Reynolds on the back of her head. Oh, that but is dedication to no, love. It's the back of Ryan Reynolds' head tattooed yeah. on there. No, so I want yeah. his face. I want to stare in his eyes. I made sweet love to a girl who had, and it's uh, uh, my son's mom. Sweet love. Um, she has a tattoo oh, that says. not be sleeping naked with your kid. My heavenly father on her back. It's a tramp stamp, and it says my heavenly father. So every time we would have sex, I would look at that and go, oh, that's so weird. I'm thinking of your dad now. And there's been a lot of guys that have looked at that tattoo and have thought, oh, I'm looking at your dad now. I think the heavenly <laughs> father is supposed to be God. I don't think it's like her dad. Oh my god, that's even weirder. <laughs> that's, I thought it was for her dead father, but now heavenly it's for father. what did it say? Again? I feel like what did it my say? heavenly father. That sounds like a beginning of a prayer. Like, uh, my heavenly father. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's been but like I don't ten know. years. I haven't prayed in a long time. I don't. And know. it was tattooed on her back. Yeah, as a tramp stamp. That's what they used to call that. Yeah, now they're called mom tattoos. Oh yeah, because oh. <laughs> that's probably because when he's like, they just kept screaming, "Oh God, oh God!" She's like, "It's our heavenly Father." <laughs> like, Might as well back. put it down there. Yeah, so right. just, just say it read right. The back. Yeah, there we go. All right, if you're gonna pray, do it right. <laughs> I wish she hot though. She was real hot. It was my son's mom, not this one. Oh, no, okay. One. Oh, that's yeah, why okay. I said I haven't so, seen it in like ten years. I have no. Maybe it was. Maybe it was yeah. my dear dad. I don't remember. But I thought it was my heavenly father. Yeah. Dear dad, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a female adult film star that has the word "daddy's girl" written right above her pelvic region, and then on her butt cheek she has the word "slut." And I look huh. at that and I go, "Hmm, that's interesting. That's, that's a, interesting. That's a I, gal." I think I want to get a tram stamp that's a guest list. 
Can you, sign? <laughs> Can you put your name? <laughs> also, your address in case Can you know. You da, 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 da. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's making he's like, wait Hand a minute, a this pin. is my brother. <laughs> here's a condom and here's a pin. <laughs> yeah, here's, the, here's a condom. It's Sharpie. Don't worry. Uh, here's be... Andy from Hal Tattoo. He's gonna come in. He's part of this now. So. <laughs> <laughs> right before he's finished, <laughs> has it going. He's like, just so you know, we're gonna need another page. <laughs> That's a, that's a slut joke. That was a slut joke. That's a good slut joke, though. That's a good slut joke. I think it began as a slut joke. Hey, that's a good slut joke. You should actually put that in the set. And you should be like, Did I need a guest list? Yeah, you should just go. I'm not a slut, but uh, I got a lot of good slut jokes. I mean, I was. And then I looked up. I mean, everyone's like, don't say you were a slut. That's terrible. I looked up the definition. All a slut is is a woman who has several... Casual sex partners. A yeah. lot At the of women same time, have that. A lot of women are technically sluts, and there's nothing wrong with it. At the same time, or over the course of their lives, uh, it's probably like you know, I don't know. Man, I've never. I mean, mine were the same time. Nathan, <laughs> you ever? You're <laughs> the same time. That's an invention. Man, mine were all at the same time in the same room on the same date. Uh, I've no. I never really had more than one woman at one time. I know that that's a, as odd as that is to believe. They're watching at home. This face right here. I think only as long as you're one honest woman about at a time. It. As long as you're honest about it, you're not lying. You know, and then it's polyamory. Yeah. That's a thing now. Like, it's a it's thing. Swingers. I are did that. Big. I'm like, hey, uh, you're you're one of a fleet. And they knew. And yeah. And they were cool. Yeah, I guess if you're. We've been, I've been, I've been asked to swing a lot of times. Really? Actually, yeah, a lot actually, quite a few times. And and you never taken. No, we never did it. Me and Julie both have been asked multiple. It was especially when we were like fit right before our wedding. People are like, you want to swing? <laughs> yeah. That's no. a, th- a lot and of people you do your are hair, on dating man. apps now asking for you to join their their uh, like oh, them yeah. as a couple. Like I had a guy when I was on the Bumble and uh, the Tinder yeah. and all that <laughs> stuff. The Internet t- dating. I was getting anyway, tendered and bumbled. This guy, this guy started <laughs> talking to me and, and he was very attractive and I was interested. I'm like, yeah, that's great. He's like, no, like uh, I want you to uh, come over for both uh, my wife and me. And I was like, oh. And I was like, well, send me a picture of your wife. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so he sends me. She's like, hey. Yeah, we'll say like, it. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, you know, they're going to give me dinner. Hey, you're and single? Then, so, what does it matter? What does it matter? You're going to try everything once. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. But he sends me uh, their wedding picture. Yeah. And I was like. Jesus. I was like, can you send me a recent picture? Can you send wife? me a picture that's <laughs> not, not like. So he sends me a recent picture of his wife. And I was like, no, thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I see why you're looking for a third. Her, her, her head's shaved she's got leukemia uh, he's like no (laughs) not gonna happen no it's not kind it is weird because i didn't like i lived in the northeast my entire life and i never really knew like i knew swinging existed but it was always kind of like a joke we never knew anybody that was swingers and then i moved down here and i'm like everybody's swingers it's more than you think that's why like my drinking i think it was like florida is a different lifestyle it really is like when you move down here you start drinking in the middle of the afternoon because everybody's hanging out at the beach everybody's drinking i spent four years living on treasure island we would hang out in my backyard living on the intercoastal having margaritas in the afternoon we'd go swim in the gulf and then i'd be in bed by 8 30 passed out drunk but we were having a good time it's florida lifestyle that's what you do that's also swinging. It's not just drinking and pain pills. It's also swinging. Those are like the three things that we're known for. And alligators. And did you see the guy who saved his puppy from the alligator? I have the video ready, and I was going to do a Florida that man. I wanted to take crazy. a break, but we got viewers, so I don't want to. 
No, no, we'll say thank you for viewing. Thank you, all of you. You want to play? You want to play a song and take it? Stand up and stretch for a second. I'm okay. We can keep moving. All right, then uh, let's do that story because I got Florida man stories and yeah. I wanted to cover Is some this of them. A camera? Yeah, yeah. You've been oh, on camera yeah, the entire no, time. That's why we have viewers. Probably Christine. shouldn't have taken my nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> that's why. That's the only reason we have viewers. Like usually, it's just me and Gosh, Rob sitting here. We're like, let's bring in Montorians. People will be like, oh. I've been doing? facing this way though. I, I, it's okay. I'm not gonna be like talking to you facing forward. All right, let's see. All right, we're going to watch this puppy. I've not seen this. Okay, so, yeah, this happened last week. I saw the story in Estero, not far from here. Guy jumps into the pond with a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, this is crazy. And saves the his dog from the alligator. And it turns out the dog and the guy, neither of them end up with any injuries. I thought, man, if you're How prying. Dog I don't know. He said he had some bite marks on him, but that was it. All right, let's see this. Listen to it. Yeah, see, it's got the... Yeah, it's getting that dog, boy. This dude's, a, this dude's a man beyond men. Got it. Good job, man. Then he's got to get his fingers out of there before it comes it down snaps on, on him. All right, get him out of That's there. That's crazy. Now, here's the crazy part about this, besides the fact that he did that. The dude did it with him. 11, a man risked his life to save Cigar his in his mouth the entire time. When you see a better video of it. Wildlife cameras captured the dramatic rescue in an estero community. Look, uh, you can't see because I'm pausing it. I, I bet mean, you that dog doesn't He has a cigar in his mouth the entire time that he's doing this. So he's still smoking a cigar as he's... Oh, I forgot to switch it over. Damn it. Oh, man. I'll tell you, this guy is like the man of all men. I love this dude. You don't have any dogs, right? No yeah, I have a dog. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah, what, I have one dog. Would you? Do, I know you. I could would do it for my cat. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. See, I would. I'd be cool with my cat. If my cat got attacked, sorry, I like my cat. If it was my dog Ellie, oh, I'm in there in a heartbeat. I'd be like, oh my god. I'd be like, damn. Like shit, we gotta buy another. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Look at that. He probably risked his arm and leg, but I don't know if he risked his life. Look at I mean, the size of that. No, yeah, that's not the life. biggest he risked, gator no, he risked either. His life yeah, and, no, and props. no, that's yeah. a that's a major injury. Just to jump out, but I don't know about your life. You could bring even if the gator got your arm, you could probably drive yourself to the and hospital. And it's not that I wouldn't want to fight this alligator for for uh, my dog. Look at him. Look at that cigar in his mouth. Good for him. Never drops a cigar that's either. Nice. It, you know what a good dude. He got he got lucky that he was able to catch him. The thing didn't swim out further. What would happen with me is the gator would have took the dog under, and I'd have been like, "Oh, oh where is it? Shit! <laughs> like, right, How am I going to explain this?" Be like, "Hey, oh man!" I'd go home and be like, "Hey, uh, somebody offered us like nine hundred bucks for that dog." Oh, so you would lie to I your would kid lie straight for to the sure. face? I'm not going to be like <laughs> an alligator cat just jumped him into pieces. He did the death roll. He's probably stuck under a log somewhere. Yeah, but that gator was so tiny. I mean, you're right. There's no way that gator's... I mean, you can fight... If it was a big gator... Like, you ever see those dinosaur gators that are yeah. walking around Southwest Florida? If it was one of those and I had my dog, I'd go, best of luck to you. There was one that... Uh, it looked like a literally a fucking dinosaur. Alligator... Southwest Florida. Can you imagine how, how tripped out that alligator is today? Like, he's telling his friends. He's like, no, oh, man, I... I I caught this dog. Well, Let a puppy get away? Your Let dog a puppy is... get away? Oh, yeah. They did, they did, they did a puppy? Him. Oh. Who oh. just let a puppy get away? He didn't even have to put down his cigar, you little bitch. <laughs> you see that thing Holy. getting your dog? There's no fucking way. And that was on the golf course here in Southwest Florida. Oh God, There's no way I'm going after my dog. If that thing has my dog... All right, bye, Ellie. That thing's huge. That thing could take Caitlin out. I'd go, well, yeah, that's a... sorry. You shouldn't have gone so close to that pond there, darling. We really should be killing them a lot more. Was, you think? Yeah. We was, moved into their land. 
Yeah, but but that's real. Yeah, but we uh, they'll, they'll, like over, they'll overrun everything. They'll they'll just keep 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 going on until they don't it's just, die. They live. A really yeah, long that time. Yeah, that uh, that's you know for a long time they were endangered, but they're not anymore. Yeah, I know because like, we stopped murdering them. And yeah, we should, we should just we should have kept murdering. I don't know. What if we get them on our side, like the dragons in Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you could ride and that then, fucker. Look at like, that thing. Put a saddle on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, if you don't eat us, we'll give you all the puppies you would Dude, like. if you're golfing, do you sit and take a... F- I would, like, that thing scares me looking at it. If oh. I'm on the golf course, I'm getting in the cart and fucking fleeing. Mirror Lakes, uh, during alligator hunting season out in Lehigh, Mirror Lakes, it's covered in alligators. Like, you're literally chipping up into baby alligators. Well, They're just chilling on the greens. You were at, your f- wife posted a photo of you guys at Sunset Park, or whatever it's called, and we've been there, and... Sorry, man. That's all right. Uh, we've been to that same park, and there's a ton of alligators in those waters. So as you're walking over the boardwalk, you're just seeing. But none of them look like that. That's a goddamn dinosaur. Yeah. Good luck to you, Ellie. That would be. It's got to be faster than a golf cart. I mean, if it wants to get you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's, I, that's scary. That's why I don't golf. Also, I'm unathletic. But you don't have to be athletic to be a golfer. Look at John Daly. That dude's fat as shit and drinks while he smokes and plays golf. Yeah, so that's like, that's the wonderful thing about golf. Do you, I love golf. You play golf, Christian? Uh, I have. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, yeah. not well. Nobody is. Everybody sucks. It's at just golf. a reason to get shit faced with your yeah. friends. You go, yeah, oh, I'll hit some balls. I don't get drunk, but I do like sitting out there and just being like out there. It's just like I like nice seeing how hard I can hit the ball, and then that's it. I don't care what direction it no. goes, where it ends up, as long as I can hit it hard and far. I like to keep mine in play, short and in play, just pop, pop. And I go out there and I smoke joints. Oh, and I just like <laughs> he has glaucoma. Like, yeah, I do. I have a medical and a medical. Yeah, no, I don't have a medical. I can't get a medical card. Why not? Uh, my pot dealer has kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing, you're <laughs> yeah, literally doing yeah, it for what the am kids. I supposed to do? I'm doing it for the kids. I get, what, I got to go get the medical card. I know. That's if sweet. He, Literally, if I stopped smoking pot, he would have to start selling heroin. I yeah. mean, if you have a good dealer, <laughs> it is cheaper, you know? The medical stuff is more expensive. It is more expensive. Uh, uh, I, and i just known this guy for a long time. He would be sad if I stopped kicking my butt. Yeah, or do you think, are you friends with yeah. your Oh, yeah, your I mean, guy. You're, you're always friends with your guy, like That'd Pineapple be. Express, you, you know? Yeah, but, like, you're, there's guys that are your friends, and then there are guys that you tolerate to get what you need. Is he a guy that you tolerate to get what you need, or is no. he a friend? No, he's a good guy. You know what? I honestly wouldn't, uh, if it's someone I don't like, I, I, I could find it somewhere else. It's too Even it's, if it was the greatest weed. I've, you oh, would, I've had it a couple best times. Best price. I've had it a couple and times. And you're like, I can't You know, the best weed person. I ever got was when I was, like, uh... I was probably about 17 years old. And I just, I don't know why, but this lady, she was the blimpy lady, and she worked at the Hess in Lehigh. (laughs) And you would go up there, and you would order a sub, and you'd go, hey, you know, can I meet you out by the dumpsters? And she would come out and sell you weed, the blimpy lady. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best weed, too, dude. It was so good. It was so cheap. But, uh... Yeah, you know, if you're ever on vacation and you're walking on the beach, like in other countries, the islands and Uh stuff, those guys that are selling uh, uh, cigars and like boat rides and jet skis, they're all also selling weed. I never knew where. You just have to let them know. And they'll show you like a brochure of like, with the weed like in there. They're like, we have this jet ski and that one I've How always you really want? heard when you go to Jamaica there are guys yeah. that are just on jet skis and they have it in the jet skis and what they'll do is they'll pull up to the beach and they'll go what kind of pot do you want and then they'll pop open their jet ski cover and they'll sell you weed they'll oh, jump back on their up. jet skis and fucking leave yeah, this I, I smuggled edibles 
until their country's on a cruise. But you just throw that shit. I mean, back then they you can't the dogs can't smell it. I just threw it in with the snack bag that we brought mm-hmm. on board for the cruise, and I had lollipops for the entire time, and I was it was so much fun. So I have a medical card now. Does that mean I can take? Medical stuff like on a plane and across state no, lines, right? or yeah, is it just it in only Florida? Here. I think you can fly out of LA to here with it. I think you can't fly out of Florida with it. It's some. It's I, I knew I, that. You check but it. you probably wouldn't get in some much trouble like if that, I'm yeah. like, here's my car, and they're like, you can't. They probably just take it, right? They probably wouldn't like. I don't know. You're that. trying to get a legal contraband past state, <laughs> through state lines, probably <laughs> through a federal know. aviation agency. Yeah, so, but yeah it, I don't know. It depends on where you go. I would just look up the wall. But now you're at the point where there's so many places that it is even just recreational legal that it doesn't even fucking matter. Have like, you ever been to a place yes. where it's recreational? Denver. Yeah. Yeah, Colorado. Oh my god, I went to LA and uh, it was crazy. But People I thought were doing it would be long rips at the bar, like you could order them like shots. Yeah, see, I didn't get that. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was. So I cool. thought it would be more of a like the thing was I found it was very co- uh, uniform to each dispenser that you went to. They would have this, 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 and this. It'd be the same edibles. They'd have different strains of weed. But like I was thinking, like you'd go in and be like, one place has cupcakes, another place has breakfast. Like you could have all kind. And it was kind of just it was very like pharmacy like. You'd walk in and go, okay, well this is what I. And they would help you. The bud tenders. They'd be like, oh, you got anxiety? I'd be like, yeah, man, a lot of this. And they give me a lot of great weed. Some of these dispensaries, they're just, like, really pretentious. Like, the first time I went in one, they act like they were just, like, wine sommeliers. You know, they're like, well, would you oh, yeah. like an indica, sativa? I'm like, I just, do you have weed? I don't know. <laughs> just, I want to get I high right really now. Please, get it in my body. What yes. this means. I, I had it in Vegas. Vegas was really cool. But the weird, <laughs> like, you walk up to the building, and it's, like, this giant weed leaf and all these lights. And it's, like, dispensary, this giant thing. And then you go inside, and it's, like, a 10 by 10 room yeah. with a glass case. <laughs> And they're like, and there's nothing in the glass case, just like jars of weed. And they're like, what kind of weed do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. What's a, give me a good one. They, they had, did. Dude. They gave me White Walker. Unbelievable. I've heard of it. Unbelievable. Do you remember I, when like weed wasn't like that? Like there was no strains. It was, you could get, you got whatever you got. Like I right. remember I was smoking weed out of a gravity bong underneath Frank Roller's mom's porch and the gravity bucket there. It was made out of a Home Depot bucket. We cut a two liter of a soda. We put it in there and we made a grab bong and it was like October in New Jersey. So it's cold, it's muddy, it's rainy. And we're sitting under his deck doing grab bongs because we were dope fiends. And now it's like every, your mom gets high. <laughs> like, yeah. it's totally changed in 15, 20 years. Totally changed. Yeah. You know what's funny about that gravity bong is we always use the largest thing we could possibly use. You could do it just in a regular, like a just a Kool-Aid jug. I, I, it was the only time I've ever done one was under there, and all I did was suck in the water. I don't even know how I sucked in the water, but I guess I didn't lift the bottle up, and so I, and I got the fucking bucket water. Yeah, you water. Just push it down. And then yeah, it, it, it fucking went right in my mouth. Dude, we, used to, we used to balance a cooler, a whole cooler. On a stool to do gravity because we just thought you needed a bunch of water. We didn't even think you could just do it in anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, the first time I seen that, I was like, "Wow, we are idiots." Yeah. You know, I mean, you know how hard it is to be, you know, a teenager stoned and not knock over a cooler water. <laughs> <laughs> it was look. Uh, it became a like weed for me went from being fun and like it was cool to do to being part of. It actually helps. In a weird way, like, it used to be we would do it so we could go to the mall and walk around Hot Topic. We'd be like, oh, man, we're high and nobody knows. We're so cool. And you're now, giggling. Yeah, now it's like and, uh, I got to sit down and do my taxes for four hours, so I might as well take a few rips of something and then go sit down and get that shit done. If you have done. to paint a wall, if you have to do anything that's just monotonous, you just you get a little bit high and you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm mind being so mindful. Yep. And I productive. Feel 
so Buddhist right now. <laughs> and then two seconds later, you're somewhere else just yeah. screwing up that paint job. <laughs> you're just like, or you forget it, the paint dries, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. That's why, you know, that's why we, uh, when you when you smoke, you get so many great ideas, and then they go away from you because your your synapses are going yeah. like Well, this. sometimes it's not, you got to write everything down. Yeah, sometimes it's to. great. And then other times you're like, wow, I was really high. This is terrible. Yeah, there have been, so, and I, I can't smoke and drink. I get the spins. So I like, it's either one or the other. Cause if you get both and you get those spins, it's over. I hate that. I do like the vape pens. The vape pens are, I'm coming around on those. I used to hate them. Um, just because it gave me a weird feeling. But now the fact that you could like stand, like you could be at a bar. Yeah. I don't like to drink. So I'll get like a, a seltzer water and have my little vape pen. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm oh, chilling so with everybody else and I don't have to drink. The this convenience. Cool. And it's, it just, it's weird how far it's come. And I, here in Florida, it's weird because it's illegal, recreationally, legal, uh, medicinally, whereas so many other states are now legal, recreationally, and it's an industry. Uh, there's people, bud, I mean, you can make a lot of money. The, you're paying for an eighth. We were paying, it was like $40 was for the eighth, and then maybe 35 and then 15 in taxes. You were paying 50 bucks for an eighth, but they were making $15 just from a dummy like me, and there's the whole fucking place had a line of people going in there and doing the same thing. So, How do you feel about edibles? Love them. Okay. Oh, really? Well, here's the thing. If you have like three days to just chill on a beach, great. But edibles, sometimes you don't know when they're going to kick in, and you don't know when, you don't know when they're going to go away. I just so I, you're just like, oh, I really wish I was high right now. Let me let me take another one. Oh, I'm still not high. And then the next day you have to go to work, and you're like, oh my god, I'm, I'm fucked so up. high. <laughs> yeah, there have been this times. This is not what I wanted. And the problem with working when I worked for Bubba, man. So I worked for a guy in Tampa, uh, guy named Bubba the Love Sponge. He owned his own building, so he was it was kind of like a radio fraternity. It was like a frat house of radio. There were no rules. There was like nobody was in charge. It was very odd, but it was fun, and. We would have, we teamed with Magical Butter, who created a, a a blender that turns cannabis into butter, and they would come in and they would make breakfast for us, and I would eat that, and it'd be like seven in the morning, and at seven in the morning, you're eating infused pancakes and eggs nice. and bacon, and like, you're not realizing I'm having a thousand milligrams of THC, so I'd go home and I'd <laughs> sleep, and I'd wake up the next morning, I would get down the radio at 10, go home, I'd sleep from noon until four the next morning to get up for work, and I'd still be fucked up, and I'd go, holy shit, <laughs> and, and then the part, like, Bubba would be like, here, let me get your regular, and he'd be like, here's a star, and he would start throwing you gummies, and I'm like, we would line up, we would line up, like, four, it'd be Manson, 25 Cent, me, Blitz, and he'd be in our mouths. Like, it was a father giving <laughs> vitamins. But it got you. It was like, all right, I'll get me back to normal. And then you, but you do, you need the right amount of time to do edibles. It's hard. And sometimes you don't even, so I was in LA where it's, uh, you know, recreational and I was with my brother and I didn't even, okay, I was thirsty. He hands me a lemonade, a can of lemonade. I drink all of the lemonade thinking it's just regular lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. And it's delicious. And I look at the calories. I'm like, oh, there's like hardly any calories and this is amazing. And then it's just like, Servings of THC. I'm like, what? <laughs> did you do? And, and apparently, it was eleven servings in that you're supposed to take a sip. Yeah. And I chugged the whole thing. Cool. I swear, I felt like I was on LSD. I think I went into ego death <laughs> from THC. It was. Yeah. It was. Everything was spinning. I could. I didn't know. I felt like I was outside of my body. I felt like I was dying. I did. <laughs> there was one time I did. So scary. You ever drink that? What is it? The root water. The kava. Kava. That dirty ass fucking root water. I've done it you once. Them? 
Yeah, the kratom. It made me feel like I overdosed. I went home and I like my back was sweating. Like you ever have that cold sweat on your back from the flu? I had that from drinking fucking kratom. It and is I was the like, I'm never do- stuff, and it tastes awful. It made me feel, feel like it. shit. And I went, This is I'm, I will never do kratom. I again. didn't feel anything because as soon as I tasted it, I was like, Oh, I was like, who the <laughs> hell would drink this? It's very like, gritty and it's oh, very pricey. It's nasty. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to stimulate the opioid receptors, like to make you feel like you're on like opiates. It, it well, it did. I, I didn't feel like Oh man, I felt you like I've never it? done like I got hit by a car in 2012 and I got like a, a fracture in my back and so they gave me pain pills and I would take they were very traumadol they were like aspirin times three and I would take like two or three of them and I'd feel good but I was never hooked on them but I always would get like that goofy weird pain pill feeling and you're like ah uh, that's too far I took like maybe half of the Kratom and started feeling that within 30 minutes. And I went, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, what did these fucking people give me? And the people that are doing it are the weirdest. They're sitting there playing hacky sack in a parking lot. They're fucking adult men who are hula hooping. And you're going, where the fuck am I? Why am I drinking brute water? Why? I came here to tell dick jokes and that's how they paid me. And it was the worst payment ever. I ended up feeling like I was over. Oh, was that Johnny C's room down there? Is that no. no, this was up in Tampa. It was called, uh, there was a guy, you probably don't know him. His name was Michael something. He was a weirdo. Do you remember Dave Hines? Did you ever meet Dave Hines? Uh, no. Uh, Dave Hines, nice guy. He ran it with this I guy. I will say kava bars are great for comedy, though. Every time I've ever done it in a kava bar. If they're paying attention, awesome. this one was outside. So it was, it was and, you oh, had, yeah, and it was yeah. right on a main street in St. Petersburg. So all you hear are fucking fire engines and ambulances going by. And you're in the middle of a punchline. And all these guys are overdosing on fucking kava. And you're like, why, why am I? I just want to tell jokes. Dude, I was, man, where was I? I was doing a show, and then I pulled into a parking lot to, like, check my GPS or something, and I looked up, and it was you on the stage. I forget where that, that was. That must have been it, man. If, if it was in St. Petersburg, it was yeah, the Cava Bar, like, like, Yeah, and I looked, and I was like, I was like, that's Rob Gargiulo. <laughs> I was like, like, I had just come from a show, you know? So it was very strange. No, you're coming very from strange. a good show, and I'm in a fucking parking lot <laughs> at a Cava Bar. <laughs> Kid calls me Travel House and Garden Home. You, you want to hear something weird? So I was, I was doing, um, I had the... Shows with John Jacobs, and I had that Vortex bar or something yeah. a couple weekends ago. Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, the Vortex bar, actually, that's where I got the, the CBD stuff. Okay. But anyway, so I needed a place to stay. Oh, yeah, I talked to you about this. Yeah, that's okay. So I needed a place to stay. So I stay at Mike uh, Rivera's house, and he it's his birthday. And so it's like I have this great birthday day and everything. And then we go to a Puerto Rican restaurant in the middle of Hillsboro. And Rio <laughs> Paris is there eating lunch. Okay. And this is random. How does, how does that even happen? Yeah. How does that even happen? Yeah. And there's a banquet hall in there. So I think we're going to start doing Spanish shows. I always feel weird when I see people that I know outside. Of, I ran into you at a wa- uh, Walmart. You and Julie. Remember, we went. That's we ran right. into the Walmart in Cape Coral. And yeah. I went, I, I have nothing to say. But if we, like, it was weird. I, get, I was yeah. like, I never had spoken to you before. And I'm like, but I know Nathan. I walked away. I told Caitlin, I'm like, I was, I'm very odd. And she goes, you are very fucking odd. It was weird. And then we didn't know. <laughs> and then the whole time I was like, is his baby cuter than ours? And she was like, I don't know. It's a cute baby. I was like, I'm looking at my baby. I was like, might be cuter. I, I remember I've there have been times where I bumped into somebody in the grocery store and then I'll go the rest of the time looking around the aisles Trying before to avoid I avoid them. Because <laughs> you already you said the things yep. and you said see ya. What are you going to do now? You do the weird like, oh, hey, there again. you are again. Yeah, I guess okay. we both need peas. Yeah, you're getting fucking <laughs> coconut milk. Look at that. All and right. no one wants to shop together. You ever notice that? Like you like you would think at that point your friends are like, let's shop together. Here. But there's no, they didn't make shopping to shop together. Yo, you can't I, do two carts. It doesn't my, work. my mom 
it's weird. My mom used to be a car. It was a coupon club, and it'd be her and like five other ladies, and they'd all gather their coupons because we lived on an island that only had like a small mom and pop grocery store. So to go to the grocery store, they would all load in a van, four moms. They would all drive onto the mainland, and they would go to the shop right, and they would do coupon club where the four ladies. I'm pretty sure they were getting high in the van on the way there yeah, and yeah, on the way back. Like now, look at that. Yeah, they would be that. fucking drinking schnapps and walking around, and, and but they would go and do that. So that they could uh, have savings, but it'd be a group of like five women that would go grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah, together. Right. I would never do that today. Your mom like, comes back with track marks. <laughs> she's like, I need to get that fucking Kellogg's. Yeah, I need yeah. that fucking Kellogg's. Oh God, I love cereal. I'm going again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Now I look back. I remember the first time I saw uh, I saw my friend's mom smoking a cigarette. And at a soccer game, and that was the. I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't know she was on drugs. Like I was in like yeah, fourth grade. Were bad. Yeah, grade. I was like, "Dude, I we've talked about Even this." Even a before. beer in fourth grade, you're like, "Oh, my teacher." See, I, Do you ever see your teachers out? My dad like, was an educator, so it wasn't weird for okay. me because I would see that. But it would be weird. Like we couldn't have our phone number posted in the phone book because kids would call prank call and shit. Like <laughs> so, it was weird. But my dad was always the cool. Even now, he's, he was the cool teacher that would coach the basketball team. So we'd always go to the games and stuff. But it was it wasn't weird for me. But it was weird being with him and then seeing him get recognized by students and they'd like they'd be like, "Oh, I gotta behave." Mr. Gargiulo's here, and I'm like, "No, he's fucking he's my dad. <laughs> he's a fucking nerd." We we ran into Rowan's. He was in the fourth grade and we would run into his teacher all the time and every time she'd be coming out of the public's liquor store with a bottle of <laughs> so that like a full like a yeah, big bottle of liquor and that. this is like every day because we're there every day and so we we seen her the first day and then she's and then we we're like hey you know no big deal yeah. she's picking up a bottle of liquor yeah, and then we seen her the next day getting same a bottle, bottle of liquor, liquor. <laughs> same bottle of liquor and then the third time we seen her we walked by and i don't know where my son picked it up but he goes dad i think my teacher's an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> i was like buddy i was like yeah that's I, think you might, I think you might be right you right? <laughs> tell that on stage that's a funny fucking story um yeah, well, yeah, because kids like no offense to Rowan, but I'm sure Rowan and another thirty Rowans are what drive those teachers to fucking yeah. drink, man. Oh yeah, my and I'm not saying like all teachers are alcoholics or a lot are. Now I just I'm backing it up now. Oh, that sounded kind of judgmental, but no, I remember being little thinking that you know my teachers were like these pure saintly yes. people. But now most of my friends are teachers, a lot of them, and I see how they are. Dude, <laughs> it was so oh, yeah. weird. I can't so believe it. When I was in. When I was in middle school, I was part of a drug and alcohol-free youth group. We did it because we wanted to hang out with the hot girls that were in that. So we would go and it was called Crossroads. And the guy that ran it was the a pastor. Crossroads, Crossroads. But then it was weird because I went out to dinner and I saw him drinking. And I'm like, wait a minute, but you're telling us that we shouldn't be drinking. How are you allowed to be drinking? You're, like, you're telling us all the evils and perils of drinking. But here you are at Stake 38 slamming wine. Yeah, he's Isn't like, because I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, and after this, I'm going to go home and have sex with this chick. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that either. Do you ever find your parents? drugs ever find their yeah. drugs i found my mom's weed with joe laro in seventh grade we were doing a science fair project and i tried to say it was kitty litter because i didn't know what it was uh cat, cat food because it i'd never what seen weed it? before it oh, was, was weed. weed it was weed and it was oh, in, that was catnip yeah like i was i didn't know what the catnip or cat food was cat. but i was like yeah I, i've seen that before it's for the cat my buddy's mm. like no man my sister's in 12th grade that's marijuana and i was like What's marijuana? He's like, weed. And I'm like, what? My mom smokes weed? And that was a weird, like, when you realize that in seventh grade, you're like, holy fuck, my mom smokes weed. I know. I didn't, I, I, we, we don't do anything around the kids or in the house yeah. or anything. So it's like, uh, I'm waiting for that day. It was different for me. My parents were always just like, 
hey, we smoke weed. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, I came home. I remember the first day I came home, and I was like, yeah, they're doing dare at school. She goes, all right, sit down. She goes, you know how we smoke all this weed? <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, well, you can't be telling people about this. So yeah, like, that'll get oh, you taken like, away. Yeah, that'll get you taken away. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, like sleeping naked in a bottom bunk? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Only for a few hours. I can't We're separated you. by a staircase. No, nah, I'm just messing with you. I made but. my mom try weed for the first time, actually, really? like not too long ago. And the weirdest thing was, she took a lot, and she was like, "I don't feel anything." Yeah, I'm like you should be really high right now. She's like, "I don't know." I Isn't don't that feel, disappointing? I don't when feel anything? I my best friend Matt, he's a big pothead now, but he moved away at a very young age. He would come back to New Jersey, and he came back, and we would hang out. And I didn't smoke pot, and then he came back, and I did. And I'm like, "Hey, man, you should try this. It's pretty cool." So we tried it. And he did, like, I kept getting him high. I was, like, smoking whole blunts, and he wouldn't get high. And I'm like, you're ruining this for right, me. Right. Like, this is, uh, this was an, exp- I was sharing something with you, and now you're not getting high, and you're bumming me the fuck out, man. Get fucking stoned. What's your problem? And now he's a huge pothead. Yeah, the fir- I've known many people that the first couple times they don't feel anything. Not me. First time, yeah. couldn't feel my feet. I was in Frank Roller's Nissan, 1989 Nissan 300ZX, and Joe Lara was in the back. Frank Roller was in the front. Joe Lara's girlfriend was in the passenger seat in the back, and they were arguing, and Frank was making me hit this blunt, and I'd never smoked weed before. And I went, this is the coolest thing ever. And I couldn't feel my feet. Everything for me went wah 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 wah, and I was laughing so hard. Wah 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 wah. That's what I heard. Everything around me was going wah 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 Inhaling. Freeze, what is it? Freezes your brain? No, they say that it, it can it can freeze you though. We got like uh we didn't have we didn't know. do whippets. We were we were Lehigh kids, so we were smart. You know, we would steal the duster from the tech studies class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would do that, dude. My friend, so you're one of those people that would huff dust, duster, duster, yeah, duster. Well, I didn't do it like a lot. My my buddy did it. Uh, you know what? I take that back. We did a lot for just a small period of time. <laughs> we, we like, you know, it was Lehigh, dude. There was like nothing there, so we would get this can of Whippet, and you would you you'd always have to hold it up straight because if you put it upside down, it oh, you did come it with the, the actual whipped cream stuff. You didn't no. get the, the, the nitrous oxide. No, I did it with duster, Thanks. like to clean oh, off, uh, like to clean off your computer screen, clean off your computers. You know, where you spray <laughs> oh, the compressed that's, air. That's, that's, that's the same compressed air. Nathan, that's okay, hardcore, man. I know. Oh, yeah. I've never met anybody that did that before. Oh, they, they had to lock up Duster and Lehigh. Like, it was in cages <laughs> because the kids were going in and buying it. Man, that's weird. <laughs> not that it's weird, but, like, <clears throat> Kyle smoked Coke, and he told us about that. So it's not that odd, but you Duster. Know, when you were a kid, you didn't think of anything bad because it was just Duster. You were like, it's just <laughs> yeah, Duster. It was just and this. we did, yeah, I, I, I bit a friend. I, 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 like, it was like, well, and I was like, ah, and I just bit him. <laughs> I, I had one friend that almost died. She decided that it would be a good idea to huff. Like, you can open up the valve on your air conditioner. Okay. So she would take and she would open that up and put it, that Freon stuff or whatever it is. And yeah. Put it into a bag and then huff that. And uh, no. one day she didn't show up at school. I don't and need I was to get like, high that bad. To I was suck like, I think Jennifer might be dead. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah, she's like, she's been huffing her air conditioner. <laughs> and she's like, she's like what? and then the next day she came and she's all sunburned as hell. I was like, what happened to you? That's she's like, right. I huffed it and I passed out and I was in my side yard all day just <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Yeah, man. I don't, like, I remember I drove uh, a guy to a porn store because there were the only place that you could get the yeah, little cylinders was at the too. porn store. It was called Red Barn and Red Barn was the weirdest because they had a movie theater in there too yeah. and we went in there once and it was just other guys jacking off watching porn together. 
And I'm like, well, that's fuck it. I want to, I don't want to be here. You got Rush, right? Is that what it was? Rush? I don't know. I remember he bought these little canisters. They were silver. They looked like a little bullet. And then he would just, or snort them. I don't remember because I was driving. He was in the back seat. And then he would start making weird noises. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck, yeah. what am I, what is going on? Why am I here? Dude, I used to do the pass out thing. We, I mean, we did everything to get all tore up when we were kids, man. Pass, you put your head between your legs and you stand up and hold your neck. Oh, I did that for the first time the, the last year. Oh, and really? I hated yeah. it. I had it's like horrible. A, I think I had like a seizure. I yeah. Uh, no, Kevin you, ma- tried it. He was like, "You got to try this." So I let Kevin do it. Poppers. I trust him. <laughs> my boyfriend. I was like, oh, "This will be fun." He, he, I was like, "So what happens?" He's like, "Well, basically, you you like take a little quick nap. You just pass out and then you feel refreshed." And, you don't and feel I thought, refreshed. and I thought, I thought that I was just gonna like peacefully fall asleep, but instead I started like twitching and seizing and freaking out. And I've I was like, I was yelling, before. "What's happening? What's happening?" I didn't know understand why I couldn't like control yeah. my body. And this is I, the I don't style. recommend it. I that's why it's stupid stuff. That Some kids, kids do die it doing it. Yeah, no, but when you're a kid, get, it's understandable because kids are stupid. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I did it as an adult. I'm your your, your uh, college professor <laughs> husband was like, you know, you should do a <laughs> pass out thing. What out. do you think? Uh-oh. He was hoping that you would pass out a little bit longer. That's <laughs> what it was. You wake up, he's in like a maid's outfit. Like, yeah, you've been very dirty, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never. Did you ever smoke weed with your parents? You did. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I gave some to my mom because she's got a lot of anxiety, and I thought it would help with her anxiety, yeah. but she didn't feel anything. I knew my mom smoked, but I didn't know that she actively like still did. So I was living in Cleveland, and we would drive. She was helping me move, and we were driving from New Jersey to Cleveland, and we're in the fucking U-Haul, and I'm driving. It's an eight-hour drive, and she's asleep. I think she's like this. So I pulled out the bowl and I'm like a fucking idiot. I'm like, well, she won't ever smell this. She's asleep. And I start hitting it. And at one point she turns to me and goes, you're going to pass that? And I went, what the fuck? Okay. And then it was very, I haven't smoked weed with my mom since her vape pen. It's different. Like I'll take her vape pen and hand it to her. That's fine. But like the actual act of handing her marijuana in a pipe and then yeah. her lighting it. It's and like, I'm going, that's weird. It's just a weird scene to yeah. be in. My mom. Uh, I know my, my dad does. It. I never smoked. My dad. He always, he was giving me weed when I was like 16. <laughs> my dad's a good, my dad's a lunatic, but he's a great guy. He's just a great lunatic. But uh, my mom, when I, I had just turned 18 and she comes into the room one night and she goes, hey, you're 18 now. We should probably smoke some pot together. And I was like, okay. She's like, you got any? <laughs> oh, so she just wanted to get out. Yeah, she just wanted to get out of pot. My and kid's was, 18. <laughs> he probably knows drug dealers. Yeah. I can probably. He's got it. Yeah, then she smoked. She was like, this is some good pot. Can I start getting pot from you? <laughs> Yeah, sure, mom. <laughs> now she's a, she's fun. My mom, she, every you know now I I love that it's decriminalized and it's becoming more popular because I never like literally growing up with it every day of my life I'd never seen an issue with it. You know it was you know why I have the issue is my dad was great until he started drinking, and he didn't start drinking until he was like thirty four years old and he just went full force, buddy. And now he's a full on alcoholic. He you know can't hold jobs and all kinds of different things. So alcohol is definitely the issue. It's not the weed. Yeah, but alcohol is big money. So that's yeah. why it's it's well, fine for that. Big money soon too. Yeah, I but it already is. That's why it's weird that it's not decriminalized to the point that it's legal everywhere. Because uh, honestly, it does, uh, there's revenue. It's better for you than most other substances out there. It is getting scary though. The weed is getting powerful. There are some people that overdo it. I've got some family members that like have a problem with weed. With weed, yes, because it's this is the problem though. 
they're just deciding to not be in their present life and just be high all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. So they can't feel their feelings because they've been through something traumatic and they'll never get over that trauma because yeah. they're just going to be high forever and walk around like a zombie staring at stuff. There will like, be weekends totally where I get like that, but mostly for the most weekend. part, it really is productive. Like it's productivity. Yeah. I need to get this done. And what makes me get things done better than anything that it really does. I get, I mean, yeah. I'm ready to go. I get like this whole studio was dirty. It's not much better now. I didn't vacuum or anything, but it was dirty. There was shit all over my, you know, I got ready and that's how I got ready. I go, okay. But we used to call it going out back to the shed. That, that was when yeah. I worked for Bubba. He goes, you're going to go out back to the shed. And I went, okay. Yeah, I like to start out with some sativa, middle out with some hybrid, and end the night with some indica. And oh, so you got like a whole, oh, yeah, you got multiple you gotta, jars? You got you to gotta be jarred up. Can buddy. I tell you something? <laughs> What's that? So I had to go to St. Pete two weekends ago, okay? Uh, I leave a jar here at the house for Caitlin. Uh-huh. I take a jar with me just in case. Yeah. It's in the trunk of my car. Caitlin ends up backing our car into the trailer that was in our driveway. I was scratches wondering it up. why you didn't have a car. So it went to the mechanics. I forgot that the jar was in the car. The car is still at the paint shop, and there's a jar in there, and I'm going, fuck, man. Because if you're a guy, and you're working in a paint shop, and you happen to partake, you know that if you grab that, am I calling the cop? Con- Who am I going to tell that you took my jar? Yeah, you but- could easily take my jar, and I would never know. Well, I mean, I will know, but there's nothing I could do about it. But most people... Dudes that smoke weed aren't going to steal your jar. Guys who want good stuff. I, I guess so. I... <laughs> <laughs> that could tend to be a problem. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. I hit there. You go. Yeah, so that it could be. That's good. I was like, oh, you should just no. go up there and be like, hey, yo, give me my, my car weed. back, motherfuckers. I, I need weed in the car. <laughs> I did. I need my weed back. Yeah, that's what, that's what I would do. I have a medical card, by the way. I got glycoma and back pain. So legally, I'm allowed to have whatever I have. So fuck you. I've gotten very... Uh... And I have a gun. And, <laughs> and a mace. Jesus. Told Caitlin I'm buying that mace. I want to have medieval weapons. So if anybody breaks into my home, instead of shooting them, I chase them with a fucking mace or a hatchet. I'm trying to get this. If it wasn't the holidays, I, we'd already have that. Laser gun, um, taser to gun. To shoot. Right. Oh, yeah. Rob Churchill's yeah. going to get shot yeah, with a taser. Right in his spine. For 200 bucks. The base of his spine. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it came up, but he said he would do it. $100. And then Thomas Noonan free, who, who, offered to do it for free. Only $100. Oh, who's really? paying? Who's, who's into this? Listeners. Thomas oh, Noonan okay. said he'd do it for free? Yeah. Oh, you missed that conversation. He's, he's trying to undercut Rob Churchill. We had, oh, because you were out. And Rob came in. Thomas called in and he wants to do it for free. So I said that Rob Churchill could tase Thomas and then it'd be even more delightful for you because when you tase Rob, he's already tased somebody and knows what it feels like and has seen what it feels like. So there's going to be fear in no, Rob Churchill. Maybe we get two and I tase Rob while he, he tases, tases, tases it. That way Rob's hand clinches on it and just tases the <laughs> shit out of him. Every time I tase it, Rob, he's just tasing Thomas. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. It's like the centipede of tasers. We could I play love taser it. tag. Dude! <laughs> oh my god. That actually sounds kind of Oh, fun. that'd be that so much fun. Amazing. I would do that. We could get would, that sponsor. There's competition, there's fear. Yeah. You, you know definitely I mean? don't want to lose that. Because you don't want to shoot. You got to get him right, you know. And you don't want to lose that. Because yeah. you, you said you'll wear the fucking battery out on Rob Churchill's fight. Oh, yeah. That's the direct quote. Nathan if, goes, I'm going to make him so he's paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to paralyze you. I want to shoot it right. I love Rob Churchill, but if he couldn't How walk. How many tasers would, would, do we have access to? Well, we, we got to buy them. Yeah, you got to buy like 300 bucks a piece. Unless we can find a cool so cop I'm saving out there. up for one, but 
uh, Christmas is here and Rob's gonna be going, so we probably won't get it done. But maybe one day we'll. No, get it. I don't. I don't know when I'm gonna be gone. So if we could do it after the holidays, our idea was that we do it in North uh, Northwest Cape because that's fucking a lawless land up there. So you can go off Burnt Store Road. We'll go do it in the field, and we'll have all our friends. We come need and watch. incentives. I think we all need to put some money in, hide it somewhere, or put it somewhere where we all know where it is, and then it's like a capture the flag kind of oh, thing. And then we tase each t- other. <laughs> to, like, so we try to like all run to the pot of money, and we tase each other along the way. Uh-huh. And the last one standing that gets there gets the. We could do fun. the pot of money. That would be fun. We do it. We do the pot of money. I mm-hmm. like the pot of money idea. And you put it at the end of the field, yeah. and then it's a. A sack race. <laughs> and you're in a sack with a taser gun. So <laughs> and are you shooting at other people as you? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you're trying to tase them so they can. Or so you get a partner in this three-legged race, and we have to put so to make it equal. So we'll put like a slow person with a fat, like fast person, <laughs> slow person with a fast person, okay. and then so we're we're like all on the same playing ground, and then we work as a team to tase the other. What if, what if you have? What if we do yeah. a three-legged race, but you, you can, can only tase the person you're strapped so to? So they run fast. Yeah, they go. You just tase the shit out of it. Go, fucking hurry up. Go. So anyway, we're gonna get six taser guns. Yep. All right. So that's fun. Hey, you know what though? I, Christine, if you if you're into getting tased, I would love to tase the shit out of you. Oh, so now you're rolling tase I'm women too. Sa- hey, no. I'm not. I'm willing to tase whoever it is, but what, tasing a woman may be a little better. I, I'm not really sure. I haven't tased anybody. Yet. You will. I'm church just because it might hurt you terrible. more. I don't know. What, no, yeah, I, really, really I don't want to hurt you guys. In, I'm joking. But radio, I, I it's that's like the punishment. Like I've worked with guys who like Papa would throw firecrackers at us. He would turn. He would light a firecracker and fucking throw it in your face. And you're going the fuck, man. But like that was the environment. And I always avoided the tasing. There was a lot of tasing that went on in every radio job I've ever worked in. And I've always, because I don't want to, I don't, my luck, I'll get tased once and fucking die. That's it. My heart will explode. It's already in very poor condition. I don't take care of my body. And how'd your dad die? Well, Nathan Wallace decided to tase him in Northwest Cape in a field and he fucking died. Like, I, don't I, don't, I don't want Robert Churchill to die or be like, I just, I just, I just really, I don't know. The paralyzing would be interesting, but. Yeah, if there'd be a lot of legal records. Look how many jokes he'd have if he's in a wheelchair. Oh I mean, man, it'd on. be great if you had to it wheel him up. It'd be great for his career. <laughs> yeah. if, that was your, if he was your opening act and you had to wheel him up on stage and then he, like, your headliner tased me and paralyzed me. Yeah, Enjoy like I have set. to. Uh, I, this is my opener from here on out because I paralyzed <laughs> I crippled him. So him. Now he gets. He doesn't even have twenty five. He's just. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's, just he's just collecting a check. He just twitches the whole time. So I just tase him again in the wheelchair. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I bet we could do taser comedy. I think they've done that. It was shot collar comedy. Yeah, guys shot collar comedy. That. I don't want to yeah. steal Is it like bit. when you're doing terrible, they tase you? Yeah. I don't or remember how it worked, you? but I remember that they had shot collars and did that. Which is less painful than a drag queen pulling you off the stage. Especially, I did that, and the, literally it was, hi, my name's Rob Gordulo, and then they booed. And I got and I drove two hours to go to off the hook for that. I said, hi, buddy, my name's Rob Gordulo. Boo! And then the, the lady in the dress, or the man in the dress, came out and pulled me off stage. I went, what the fuck? What did I do? And all I said was, hi. It was so, and so when I was getting you off, I went. male son of a bitch. I, look, I get, I don't have a very uh, uh, easy look, but like just, I, all I said was, hi. And they, I was going to go in a dress and then say I didn't understand the rules of the contest. This oh, they would have definitely booted you out of there. <laughs> yeah. And then they I'm standing there with these hairy ass legs hanging out of a dress going, oh. oh, not less hairy than the drag queens they have up there. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's yeah, like no. Paul Bunyan in a dress. Yeah, it was a very big uh, lady. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a. Uh, well, do you oh, have well, to call a drag queen a lady? I don't know, but I did know that there's drag queen, kings. I never knew that. 
But yeah. it's, maybe you were the one that told me about it. That there's oh, girls who dress as men. No, that's when uh, that was from the. I don't think I think that the pronouns are fine. The way that like I think most. Uh, People who perform drag, it's about performance. It's about performance. There, it's, it's not, not, like, a, not yeah. a gender identity. Yeah. Is that Does that apply for, like, okay, we do comedy with a non-binary. No, Shelly is a, is a uh, so that's fluid not, Okay, yeah, sexual, gender fluid. Gender okay. fluid. Not clothes fluid. The yeah. other is kind of just like, hey, I like to dress. Yeah, so and if it's, it's more of an art. You're right. If it's dressed like a man, it's a man. If it's dressed like a woman, it's a woman. I always and just ask because... If it's going to make you feel good. I like to make people Dude, that's feel happy. That's yeah, how I feel about it, too. You know, it's if like it's some people get real upset. Like, why do I have to change my pronouns? I'm like, because it doesn't really affect you that much, and it yeah, makes yeah. them feel terrible when you say the wrong thing. So just be nice. Uh, and and that's the same way with, like, uh, the rebel flag. is. The, I say it, feel the same way about it. Yeah, it it's upsets like, people it so upsets much people. more than it, how happy it makes you. Uh, yeah, I don't I give it's, a shit about this flag. And, yes, is it Southern yeah. Hand? Whatever. Also, there's a time and a place, right? So, yeah, yeah like, we have I mean, a right to wave it. Sure, I also have a right to walk around in a bikini. Do I go to a Baptist church and do it? No, I don't because it would offend those people. <laughs> so you don't go waving <laughs> your rebel flag down the street. Actually, a Baptist church is very rough. Passion, they're, they're rough people, those Baptist churches. I was raised that in Baptist. Very passionate. Yeah, they're very – were you Baptist? No, my mom. Oh, yeah. It's very uh, – it's an interesting religion because they they're like so hardcore against so many good things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like they're like no, nope, we don't like that. We don't they don't like even this. let you kill people. It's terrible. <laughs> I know uh, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, you know what they will let you do though? Sleep naked on the bottom <laughs> of the bucket <laughs> with your socks. <laughs> <side. laughs> that's fine with God. That's fine. <laughs> We're gonna end on that. <laughs> <laughs> Comes yes. full circle. Yes. I do not, uh, by the way, when I'm on that bottom bunk. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, all just so you know, everything for the Rob Gargiulio show is just in jest. Yeah, it's a Except parody. for the part he does sleep. Sleep new. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, okay. so it's actually okay. I mean, on my yeah, no, I sleep naked in beds with little boys. Okay, not in beds with little boys. <laughs> Nathan, is there any comedy you would like to promote or plug for this week? Are you performing oh, anywhere? Oh, yeah, I'll be at uh, Wednesday. I'll be at West Palm Beach at the uh, West Palm Improv doing the turkey show, trying to win a turkey. Uh, Saturday, Motorworks. Let me ask you a Come question. Out. Hang on a minute. Yeah. That's the bringer show. No, I don't think so. I hope not because I ain't bringing shit. I signed up for it with Jason Dom as well as uh, Griffin Thomas for Saturday at the Miami Improv. Yeah, yeah, that that's the new faces. That is a bringer show. Yeah. Oh, so the turkey contest is separate. It's not yeah. a bring. Okay, because well, it's it was- audience votes. So if you bring more people, you could win. Yeah. But the other one, I emailed and I said, "We're coming from Fort Myers and we can't bring the ten required people." And she said, "Okay, thank you, but no, thank you." So I went, "Okay." So all right, I just want to make sure you weren't in the same. Oh, so they shut you down on that. Oh, I put yeah. it in a way where I said I'm giving up my I think I need to give up my slot because we didn't realize there was a 10 person. The way that they do it is that if for, in order for the club to make money, they give you 10 tickets and you have to go out and either have 10 people show up or you can't perform for the open mic. I am not going to drive four hours to Miami to go possibly sick because I can't bring 10 people. It just doesn't make sense for me. I'm it was the gonna... same thing for me. The first time I tried to get on the new faces show, he was like, well. I'll give you the tickets. You can come earlier in the day, and you can go bark. <laughs> I was like, no. No, nah, I'm good, buddy. I'll I actually, Fazzle came over and yeah. told me, he said, hey, if you don't have 10 people, he's told me this at Laughing on Saturday night, if you don't have 10 people, you're not getting on, so you might not want to waste your time. And that's when I emailed the next day, and she 
confirm that. Fassel was at the Laughing on Saturday? He stopped by Saturday. Ah, I love Fassel. Me too, but he wasn't performing. He just came in and hung out. He's not allowed to perform there because him and Jamie had like a little falling out. Well, they had a nice conversation, I assume, because they were chatting. That's why he was there. But anyway. He should be performing there. He told me the the New Faces show. He was like, you have to bring the 10 people. And I went, I'm not going to drag these guys all the way over there for four hours to go sit and then watch other comics work out open material or new uh, open mic shit. Yeah, no, it's a, but hey, you know what though? For them over there, that works great. And to get on, like, uh, she, you've done, you, you like headline, co headline the Miami Improv one time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you, as you know, those stages, they're just really they're good awesome. stages. Yeah. The West Palm Beach Improv, every time I've got on there, if I had 10 people to bring, I would bring them because it's just such a good show. Yeah. I don't, and I can't get on unless I do. So, uh, yeah. So, I, that, that's why it. I took the, I seen the turkey contest. <clears throat> I hit up Jay. Uh, Jay, he's, he's an amazing dude. I love this guy. We did Florida's Funniest together, and he, he put me on the show. So, I don't have to bring the 10, but I probably won't win because I will have no audience there. Okay. So, Wednesday, the West Palm Improv, uh, the Faces of Turkey Comedy. Yeah. Contest. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Saturday, I'll be in uh, Tampa at the Motorworks. Definitely come check out that show. I'm co featuring with Mike Lee, and then Johnny B is going to headline the show. Uh, Motorworks in Tampa is one of the most amazing places I've ever been. Uh, they out, it's an outside seating. They have concert and they have like giant, uh, I don't know, what's the thing we throw it in the cups? I don't know. Anyway, they have amazing. Come out the They have things you throw in cups and comedy. And then uh, Monday, Tuesday, in case I don't see you guys, Monday and Tuesday of next week, I'll be off the hook with Trey Kennedy. Check him out on Instagram. Go check that out. And then uh, next weekend, Zany's Nashville, baby. Come check me out if you're in Tennessee, all seven of you watching. <laughs> eight, dildo. <laughs> yeah, all eight of you. If you want to go to Tennessee and you want to do some Zanies, come on out uh, There was me. a guy that just posted that he's in Miami, and it's not far, so next time we go to let him know. Well, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah, hey, hey, if you're come on out. West Palm's only contest. 40 minutes up. You, you can be my one vote, baby. Yeah, help Nathan win. Uh, Christina, any comedy for you? Uh, I am actually going to be in the parking lot of all of Nathan's shows. I'll be selling drugs and tasers. <laughs> yes, we actually we have a little thing worked out where yeah. she's she sells them the drugs and then she tasers them and takes it's, the drugs back. And their money. It's really a good deal. We so. bring all the money to the children. It's for the children. Yeah, my yeah. children. Yeah, just, just Nathan's children. <laughs> just my, it's just my kids. And she said she wasn't going to do it. I was like, bitch, I'll tase you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will be at Vasani's on Wednesday, so we won't be doing a show Wednesday, but you can come enjoy dick jokes and dinner. At Vasani's uh, Comedy Theater. I will not be selling tasers or drugging people in the parking lot. I love Vasani's. Uh, it's such, so good food. My God. We'll yeah. be back. I don't, so you're gone Monday. Yeah, I'll be gone Thank Monday. you for coming, Christina. Come oh, back yeah, again sometime. Good. I hope you had a good time. Um, yeah, so, all right. Go see uh, Nathan. I will be at Vasani's on Wednesday. We will not have a show, but I will be back Monday. Nathan will maybe join us next Wednesday. Rob Russell will be joining us on Wednesday as well. Maybe I'll bring in uh, some other comics next week. So we'll be back Monday, 7 p.m. Who will be here? I don't know, but I will. And uh, I hope you guys have a good weekend. Thank you for watching. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, make sure you pay for the uh, coffee at Wawa. Don't steal it like Nathan has been doing. It's rude. (laughs) Bye-bye. I'm going to go sleep naked on a bunk bed with my son. (laughs) Thanks for checking out the Robcast. If you dug this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.